0: Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number 5 television (laughs) show podcast.
1: And I don't think we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're gonna (laughs) wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show you can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction events with Steven and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon.
0: If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at cantdisappointpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show.
1: We sure will, even if you <laughs> beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you
0: smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more. attention
1: that we so desperately crave.
0: Yeah, throw throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there, and we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. If you love Jeff Winger so much, why did you conspire with me against him? I don't know! <laughs>
1: can't keep track of any of it anymore! I just keep teaming up with whoever suggests it! Glad to hear you admit it! <laughs> In a world. You've done that one before. No, again. In the beginning. Yeah, you- <laughs> You've only got like two things. Hey guys, welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Uh, The podcast that was once uh, number five somewhere. Austria? Um, (laughs) Appalachia? (laughs) Not America. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's another week. It's it's still uh, 2021. The year is still it is what it is you know it's not been the the giant leap forward from 2020 exactly has it
0: no but it's it, it's been better than for some you of 2020 well that's fair that's that's really fair true true enough fair one
1: man's it could be trash worse. Is another it could man's always man's be worse. yeah mm-hmm. have you uh well i know you're not you're in a bigger city and I know you're not, uh, like, exactly a frontline worker. Is there any no. discussion at all of when you would be allowed to get a vaccine? I am,
0: uh, Chicago's issue is that just there's so many people, but they're moving right along. I have students that have gotten both already. Wow. Um, yeah. Or doctors and stuff. My grandparents um, have had theirs. Nice. Yeah. That's good. My grandma, I think, should be getting her first one soon, Great. if she hasn't already. Um but yeah, I'm I'm a little ways down the excuse me down the line. It'll probably be towards the
1: end of the year. Yeah. Anyways, I was just curious. Welcome to the yeah. show, everyone. Presented to you. Uh, who's our sponsor this week? Uh, this week, I want to thank.
0: F- I had something. <laughs> um, I want, <laughs> I want to thank the guys s- that make those knockoff wall chargers for when you lose your wall outlet to plug your USB cord into. Knock-off wall chargers. They come in light blue, pink, purple.
1: Off brand white and black. Have you ever wanted a charger cable that works for three and a half weeks? Knock off wall chargers. Do
0: you like it when your phone charges half as fast as it would if you just plugged it into the computer?
1: Off brand wall chargers. Knock off wall chargers. Is your phone battery health deteriorating over time or are we just taking it from you? (laughs) knock off wall chargers are
0: you tired of your phone being a safe temperature when you hold it
1: (laughs) (laughs) why not burn yourself a little it's great for this time of year do you want something to just keep you a little bit warmer while uh you're going through all the snow knock off wall chargers you'll have a 150 degree plank (laughs) in your pocket at all times (laughs) for being a sponsor. Shout out as always to our Proud Papa at Communies on Twitter. Go follow him if you haven't. It was really fun. It, <laughs> it's it's the, the length and and dedication <laughs> and, uh, and and lack of interest in it from the other side on that bit has been great. I love it. The amount of like just
0: disappointment in his eyes when, when we say that to him, it, it really the problem is it's counterproductive for him because it just makes him feel like a real dad yes yeah my
1: real dad doesn't <laughs> want to be my dad either it works just fine uh yeah it was, we got to hang out with matt from communities on our patreon all day live stream last week which was a crazy amount of fun uh and that is implying that you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcasts. it's only place to get me and steven's exclusive podcast you can't pre show every week and a little bit of something special every 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 week yeah oh yeah kiss 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 and to shout out of course now that our show is brought to you by our ten dollar and up patrons Who Buh, are they, da, Stephen?
0: well we've got uh, a few people to shout out today i want to shout out uh justin brummett thank you i want to shout out danny martinez lugo thank you and i want to thank, thank, you. thank Um, my mom, Mary Baker Budisa, thank you.
1: Did you say it right? I hope. (laughs) Thanks very much, guys. We really appreciate it. The support means a lot. And if you would like your name read off at the start of this show, go become a $10 Nut Patron at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. I think that's all the sellout stuff we got to do, isn't it? Um... Let's see, we thanked our sponsor, yeah. we
0: thanked our dad, Yeah, we thanked our patrons, we thanked your mom. Yeah. I um, think we did it.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Good show. We'll see uh, you yeah, next we'll week. Yeah, we'll see you next uh, week. This is what we are now. <laughs> Welcome to the show, of course. <laughs> hi, I'm Zach, and I've always dreamed of playing charades with you, but not like this, and well, not hi. on land. Um.
0: Hi, Zach. I'm Steven, but I've never seen that man in my life.
1: <laughs> Another week, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. We're nine episodes into season two where, like, two-ish months away from having done this for a year. Whew. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's going to be over before our, we know it. Our You can
0: not a point of podcast.
1: Yeah, our, our can not anniversary is coming up. I don't know That's what, it. but we should do something to commemorate it. Yeah. I don't know what. Well, whatever. (laughs) I'm glad to be back. I'm always glad to do this. You know, we talked about it on the Patreon exclusive over at uh, patreon.com slash CandacePointPodcast on the pre-show that the last time we spoke to each other was the live stream on Monday. And we did a lot of talking to each other for a long period of time. So there's no sense of like... You know, usually when we do this podcast, it's like at the beginning of a season of Community when the study group all sees each other for the first yeah. time after summer break. It's not like that right now. I feel like no. you live in this weird little box on the screen of my computer in my apartment. Does you it feel that way to you? That's not where you are.
0: I was li- convinced that you were. It feels living and like you're the little
1: uh, uh, what the little like safety clip, the little paperclip guy, paperclip yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm are glad you that's sure how you we view each that? other. This is what you're doing now? It's a, mm, try again. How are you doing? How have your two days been? What's uh, the most exciting thing that happened to you in the last two-day period Um, that you can talk about on the internet? Um, Well, that narrows it down. You know what? <laughs> I had
0: chicken and waffles for breakfast yesterday, and that for shit breakfast. was fire. Okay. Well, lunch. It was, like, well, at 1.45. no, that's 145. Per-
1: perfectly fine. I will disappoint you, though. I'm not a fan of chicken and waffles. Yeah, That's fair. I... I love chicken. I love waffles. And I know that you're one of those people that's, like, mix anything with anything. I'm down for trying it, and you're I'll probably like it. You're 100% true. I don't consider myself a picky eater at all, but I do kind of have a wall with, like, mixing really salty stuff and really sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. I like like your chocolate covered pretzels. I like. Yeah. Uh, I, I have I have things of that nature that I like, but I'm certainly not a chips and cereal man, like, <laughs> uh, like my co-host.
0: For for those who don't know, chips and cereal was something that I uh, proudly co-created in college, and uh, it's where you take some some dry cereal and some potato chips, and you put them in a bowl and just kind of you mix know, them you've around. You talked
1: about it honestly at least twice before right now on yeah. this podcast. Wait, well, you know, in case somebody is is new to the show. Why is that the hill that you die on? I'm sure that people are new to the show, and it's that we don't want them to go back and learn the mistakes of our past. <laughs> it's <laughs> now so they good, know Zach. Yeah. It's so good. That's not true. I believe it's that you delicious. like it, but I think... There are, there are things going on. There are chemicals in your brain that, are, <laughs> that have been altered uh, to make me yeah, like them more. That are, that are making you like this. Whatever. The possibility. We're here to talk about season two, episode nine. We're, we're making our way through this. By the end of next month, we'll be halfway through season two already. Uh, and early it? into season three is the halfway point of the series. So mm-hmm. we're getting closer and closer to that. But we're talking about episode 9, Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design, directed by Adam Davidson, who previously directed Communication Studies, The Science of Illusion, and The Art of Discourse. And he goes on to direct curriculum unavailable and digital estate planning. It was written by Chris McKenna, who is, you know, there was a point in the series where I'm pretty sure he was Dan Harmon's direct, like, writing partner. Wow. And I think they've done a couple of things together. And he wrote eight episodes of the course of the series. And it originally aired on November eighteenth, two 2010. And before we move forward with any of the stuff that we're going to do, we're going to take a quick ad break. Friends, I truly believe that we're in the golden age of all media, not just television, but film, music, theater, art. We're just living in this time where there's so much quality content to dive into and so little time to do it. But, you know, me personally, to keep myself as entertained as possible I've decided to throw out all that quality crap and rewatch the same shit from when I was a kid over and over and over again and that's what I'm doing in my new patreon-exclusive podcast nerdstalgia each episode a friend will join myself and my significant other Lil as we tackle another nostalgic piece of media from our childhood from your childhood from anyone's childhood to see if it holds up to the cold light of reality. It's gonna be a lot of fun revisiting all of the things that I've always loved so much, and I hope that you tune in and listen to it. The way to do that is by supporting You Can't Disappoint a Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. Head over there and check out the latest episode of Nerdstalgia now. Well, how was that, Steven? Uh, You know, we managed to get a lot done in that ad break, didn't we? Yeah, I uh, did a couple puzzles. I, is that what, uh, book. is <laughs> that what we're calling that what we're calling what we did? It certainly was a puzzle in a way. There was some there was some figuring out and in the and same rearranging way that of pieces the, uh, <laughs> that the villain in Saw's name is Jigsaw. I think that's kind of. Have
0: you ever seen the Saw movies?
1: No, I'm kind of. When I was younger, I was really averse to movies that were super gory, mm. and now I could probably stomach it but i'm I have no interest in like stuff that's that's just that for the sake of it
0: yeah i I thought the first one i've I've seen like bits and pieces of at least the first three or four, but I've only seen like the first and second one all the way through first mm-hmm. one was fine second one was pretty sandy, so I just left it
1: alone. I feel like I could probably watch one but yeah, there's so many of them, and I don't think I'm going to like it enough to watch 11 of them. It's kind of like the Fast and the Furious franchise. I've never seen any of them. Sure, maybe I'd enjoy bits and pieces of it, but I'm not going to watch 11 of the movies. And There's I no point really... in starting now. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel that way about it. Yeah. but Anyway, ad break. Money, money, money. Give <laughs> it to us, please. Let's talk about the episode of Community that we watched this week, starting off with some Act Trivia. Uh, what flavor Act is it this trivia. week? Act Trivia! strawberry banana swirl with potato chips crumbled inside okay that actually sounds kind of oh my god i'm not gonna lie i would actually eat
0: how is that different than putting nuts
1: in in it it's (laughs) potato and nut are not equal
0: (laughs) that's not what your mother said last night (laughs) what (laughs) i don't know i'm sorry hi Connie
1: She is not listening <laughs> she she tuned into the live stream though that was cool for two seconds but it was cool yeah thanks for showing up uh so let's talk about this episode community let's talk about how close of attention we paid to it i have four questions for you i do too do you want me to what? go or do you want to go why don't you go first all right in annie's diorama what are all the animals wearing and
0: why cute little sunglasses Because it's a brighter, is it tomorrow or brighter future? Tomorrow, tomorrow? yep, it was tomorrow. I like that. Um, I've got one
1: for you. I just do it for your gratification and your approval.
0: Well, good. Um, What class does Professor Professorson say he is going to teach
1: when grilled by Jeff and Annie? Math. You're right. What kind of math? You know, math. You know, (laughs) math. What chapters and book, or what chapters and of what book? Does Professor Professorson assign Jeff in the hallway after meeting Annie and the Dean? It's chapters 10 to 12 mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. D- Davies? Well, I- Douglas. I Douglas. Oh, shoot. Said. I was closer than but I But that was would a be. valiant effort. I have I have the utmost f- uh, feeling that we both paid really close attention to this episode this week. I enjoyed it. Because I certainly did. I, there was a lot to. Not that I don't always, but. This there are a lot one, of little things. This one really held my attention.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Uh, what you got um, what are the three rules of Fluffy Town and what one did Leonard break oh man well he definitely broke the no farting rule Mm-hmm. because he had three strikes already which yeah. you know that's, that's generous that he's there at all you know mm-hmm. usually three would do it I'm trying to think what the other rules were I remember Abed saying it but I don't know if I remember it hmm. any guesses I don't think so uh, no smoking no farting okay. and no pillow fighting no pillow fighting okay mm-hmm. who is the memorial tunnel and the blanket fort named after oh, oh. damn it nothing you got nothing punk a huh nothing uh, Pierce's mom it was the Pierce's mom memorial tunnel <laughs> that's funny yeah it was um
0: what is the name for the blanket fort self-destruct protocol
1: Oh my god, I do not know that at all. That would be (laughs) Protocol Omega. Nice. And my last question for you, maybe we didn't pay any attention. My last question for you, would that this desk were a time desk so he could correct his past mistakes? What would Professor Professorson do? Fight the dinosaurs.
0: Ride a dinosaur. Ride a dinosaur. Yes and And that word that you misplaced, uh-huh, who was Who's he gonna on fight to that. It wasn't the Nazis. he
1: was gonna fight with the Jack Viking the Ripper Jack the
0: Ripper, oh, nice, 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 good question. I was rooting for you, yeah, um, I like that line though I thought that was really funny, yeah,
1: um, <laughs> the dean at the end <laughs> <laughs> would that this hoodie were a time hoodie. <laughs> um where
0: was the modern retelling of Macbeth set uh gangland chicago absolutely right outside my door yeah circa yeah 2020 there actually was like i was leaving work um must have been last saturday and somebody was like shot like right across the street yeah i didn't hear it but i got an update on my phone and i saw like all the could you tell it was gang activity because people
1: were going jets jets that's exactly Have you seen West Side Story? No, but I'm looking forward to the remake of it. Do you know about the big Hollywood remake? Yeah. What? It's directed by Steven Spielberg, and it it stars Ansel Elgort. I like both of those things a lot. Yes, I think it could be quite good. I'm pretty sure Steven Spielberg. No, that's not true. I thought maybe he directed the original film, but that's not true. I think I, I, I'm a big fan of the first movie. I think I had to watch the movie for class, but I don't think I paid that close of attention. Other than it's maybe long. some of the songs, yeah. But I'd be very excited to see uh, a big budget Broadway adaptation or Hollywood adaptation Hollywood. of it. No, uh, let's do. Wait, do you have one more question?
0: I I don't. That was okay. all of them.
1: Okay. I like the way that was so plain. I I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't. Uh well then did anyone send us any questions this week? Reach um, deep into your mail sack and jiggle that, jiggle that pockets. sack around and see if there's anything in there with postage, paid postage on it.
0: Crunching the numbers. What? <laughs>
1: Okay, found a few. Yeah, I bet um, the letters are already caked in potato chip dust from your fingers. <laughs> that
0: and cereal, it's a mess. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, our first email yes. uh, is from Lil. Oh, hi there, Lil. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Sup, <laughs> fellers. <laughs> you see that guy I did there? Sup, fellers. Here's my trivia. One, what is Abed's dorm number? Nope. 626.
1: I have no clue. Isn't that the number experiment that Stitch is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Um, what is Wooly's favorite color?
0: It's in the faculty directory, apparently. Nope. I can't read, so I don't know. Um, name a couple of classes that Wooly teaches in night school. I wanted to ask this question, but I didn't know enough to know if you were right, if you had answered them. One was learning, learning. with an exclamation point.
1: Um, theoretical phys ed. <laughs> That's um, a great one. Math one, two, three because um, um, I definitely paused it and we looked at them and Lil was like good that you looked at that ha 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 records uh, <laughs> um, I could probably think of more but we blew the criteria away so what are we doing we'll see yeah, in the episode yeah exactly um,
0: what district do the gang run through as a shortcut Uh, the Turkish district good job mm-hmm um, what parade halts their chase? That was the fantastic Latvian Independence, Independence Day. Parade. They had all the right permits. Yeah. Um. What is Dean Pelton's book called? The Adventures of Dean Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a tough one. Um. Who is cooler, them or Zach? Uh...
1: It's very clearly not me. Yeah, I can, I can welcome that. Probably well, gonna be Lou. On the other hand, though, my significant other isn't exactly like like I I very much admire them, but I don't know if my first word, my first go to, would be <laughs> cool. But I definitely wouldn't say that about myself either. That's why I think yeah. we're very well suited. You have an for each Oculus other. now, though. That's true. I do have an Oculus. That's a good point, Stephen.
0: But they. I also have a podcast. That's true, but. But they have a connection in a direct line to tacos, and that's pretty cool to me, too. What? Ta- tacos. I like
1: tacos. And they they sell tacos sometimes. Oh, I was not making that same road that you were making. Sure, tacos are cool. Tacos are cool. They do give me free tacos sometimes. I can't do much better than that. Mm. Uh, how about Shut Up? It's my podcast. Yeah, don't try and make... make-
0: make this a thing um and and you want to know why zach is actually my answer because the eighth question says i don't have an eighth question i just like even numbers oh that's super lame
1: that's the lamest thing i've heard today in a good while mm-hmm. okay thanks yeah. lil thanks lil for writing thanks for making in. me feel better about myself yeah it's really really kind of you to do that yeah um they're literally six feet away from where i, where <laughs> I sit right now it's weird with a, with a cup it's pressed weird to that the we're door. communicating like this <laughs>
0: <laughs> um our next one uh thanks uh, is from is from our very proud to be our dad dad mm-hmm. Um hi guys mm-hmm. this is one of the better episodes of the season 2 and that is saying something absolute stellar first time episode by Megan I don't have answers for all these so By Megan me. Oh the encyclopedia has a coffee stain on a page because
1: Well you, I'm Almost Unless, 100% positive because I looked off of the, the Wikipedia page. Yeah, I maybe she was co co writer. it. sir that – well, I, I will say this. In the commentary, they definitely said that some of the main ideas for the episode came from Megan. So she okay. might have been the antithesis of the idea behind the episode and maybe that's why he is accrediting it to her or misremembering that she actually wrote the episode because according to the very well refuted source of wikipedia.org mm-hmm. conspiracy theories and interior design was written by chris mckenna wow step it up and, yeah. and, and that's and shame, just give us a was... hug every once in a while too yeah, dad please if that is your real name um i don't have answers for all these so forgive me he always says that but then he always has answers for all of them and but. literally the, the point is to not give us answers. So it's just like gravy that he ever does. And it's as yeah. if we'd ever be upset at him for any reason at yeah. all.
0: Come on, we admire you. You're our hero. Just give us a hug, please. Um, okay, name three classes listed for night school. We did that. Been done. It's been done. Um, name three names for the actor Kevin
1: Corrigan. Professor Professorson, Sean Garrity, and what, like Wooly. It was like Mm -hmm. W-O-O-L-E-Y, I believe. I don't remember the first name. I
0: would also go with uh, Professor Berg. Professor Berg. Berg. Mm -hmm. Before he –
1: well, he wouldn't have been a professor then. Well, and the next question Thanks for tuning in, guys. (laughs) The show's canceled. Do you know why they have a Latvian independence parade? Well, they have all the right permits, and I think they said on the commentary that it it was like – when they were filming the episode, it was, like, Latvian Independence Day or something like You're
0: that. You're right. So that uh, he says the reason they have the Independence Parade is, cause the, is because the episode aired on the anniversary of Latvian Independence. Congrats, guys. For all our Latvian viewers out there, Nobody's um, shit. catch you later. All right, and our third email <laughs> <Wow>. is from... <laughs> Danny, hi guys! What's up? Hope y'all are doing so well. I get so excited rewatching all these amazing season 2 episodes. I know. Man, is the show
1: on fire right now. It's killing it.
0: It's killing it. Um, And I loved hearing your take on cooperative calligraphy. Can't wait for this one. Uh, And then they say... They laughed pretty hard at a ton of things, so it's hard to pick one specific funny moment, but her favorite moment to watch and totally went back to see it again was the chase through the blanket fort. So good. MVP goes to the Dean because she thinks Jim Rash totally committed to the character and story and went all out every time he had a moment. Great Dean episode. Great Dean episode. Um, And then they have some questions. Where is the Starbucks barista that the Dean talks about from? I think it's Venezuela, right? Persian. Persian. The Persian Persian barista. That line made me laugh
1: really hard. Yeah. Um, As a former Starbucks barista and definitely people who would be like, there to work on something, but are like fishing to talk about what they're working on. That's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a real thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> There's a big
0: yellow sign by Abed's dorm about a mixer. Where is the mixer taking place? I don't know. No clue. Um <laughs> what course does the faculty directory say that Professor Woolley teaches? I don't know. <laughs> It's the... Okay, Jeff mentions it. It's like yeah. the one that's like intro to learning. It's intro not intro to learning. to learning. Is it that? It might be that. Maybe. Yeah. Um, intro
1: to... No, it wouldn't be, I guess, because it's learning. it's just learning. Different. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Um, what classes does Jeff read out loud from the night class schedule? We've been there. We've done that. We, read, we know them all. Sure. Yeah, like the back of our hand. Yeah, um, like the back what, of my Chang. <laughs> What kind of food is the study group eating when they're all together in the blanket for it? Was it san- sandwiches? They're all eating hamburgers and fries, and fun fact about that later. Ooh. Um I'm super excited for all the extra fun things y'all are doing, and I hope everyone signs up to support you. Much love, Danny. Thank you, Danny. On that note, if you want us to love you as much as we love the people that give us money, give us money. You can do that at patreon.com slash can podcast.
1: Yes, you sure can. There are tiers starting at $5. They get you all the exclusive content we put out. There's nothing like that that we're putting up to a higher pay grade. Uh, And then all of the other tiers are ways to interact with us, to get things from us, to hang out with us, to affect the show, to have your name read out. So go throw us a couple bucks. What do you got to lose? Come on. Your and kids don't need diapers who, that bad. Uh, emailed us. Are there more questions? Uh, no, that's all of them. Well, great. That was great. Uh, we got very few questions. Right, I started really confident, mm-hmm. and then I I quickly realized, oh no, people are always paying more attention than yeah. we are. Well, this is one of those episodes that there's so much going on yeah. in the foreground and background that it's You're like right. you can't catch everything unless you and watch it a hundred times. There's definitely an A plot and a B plot, but both of the plots have so much going for them visually and. Yeah contextually I suppose but yeah that's great let's move on to the next part one of my favorite segments and boy oh, if I thought you today. had a challenge last week you've got a challenge this time because yeah. this episode's stuffed and for you to get the best grade you'd have to really get just about every single twist that occurs in the episode which is next to impossible but how do you feel? Do you feel maybe at all prepared for this? Oh no not okay, at- well, I'm, I'm going I'm,
0: I'm to be lucky if I get half of the B plot
1: it's time once again to uh, open up an ear and an eye to find out, did Steven watch the episode this week? I'm going to give you the count of three and on go, because you gave me shit during the live stream for starting something on five. What did I say? You said like zero. Got five and whatever. I'm going to say three, two, one, or one, two, three. I don't know. How do I do it? You tell three, me how to two, do it. Three, two, one, go. Okay. I'm going to do that, and then you'll have 20 seconds. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you really? As I'm going to be. Three, two, one, go. So Jeff's
0: taking a conspiracy theories class, or is he? Abed and Trey are going to have a sleepover, and that escalates into an awesome blanket-for-it thing. It gets really, really big. Everybody's involved in it. There's lots of rules, though. Don't fart. Um, and then Jeff's teacher is fake, but he's real. But what is he? And they have to find out. What's he teaching all these fake classes for? And the dean is behind it all. Or is he? Is it Annie? Is it Jeff? Hey, it's conspiracy. conspiracy. Everything's a conspiracy. They're all together. And the teacher, he's teaching all these so
1: classes I- with him. You know, you did about the best job you could of... Definitely not trying to get every single beat, mm-hmm. but encompassing the entirety of the episode. Mm-hmm. I so did better than I thought points I would for that. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't think you've earned the B plus from last week, but I think it's a B. Thank you. I think it's I a was B. I was
0: hoping that would get me at least a B minus. Yeah, you've done well. Kid. I really simplified the blanket fort well, stuff, champ. but you know I, I tried.
1: You know, uh, let's talk now about our favorite funny moment from the episode. Yeah. I watched the episode once last night and twice today before we started uh, mm-hmm. recording. And for whatever reason, last night, it just really got me in a laughing fit like throughout yeah. the episode. I think last night, watching this episode, I laughed harder than I've laughed at any of the episodes of Community wow. that I've watched so far, I think. So that was really fun for me. Uh, but what about you? What was the funniest moment for you? Um, there were a lot, and as much as like I want to
0: choose like the the whole standoff shootout at the end, because that and that's just so funny. It is uh, very just funny. somebody like standing up? Because it's it's you know, I'm gonna pick so two moments that I think are uh, really made me laugh, but because I didn't expect them to make me laugh so hard. The yeah. first one is at the very beginning when Abed like claps for annie's diorama and he's so excited about it yeah that made me laugh because he's so sweet but it was like so funny that he's like because it's a brighter tomorrow like he's yeah. he's like all on board and i thought that was really really cute and funny and the other one was um really the whole like chase scene through the blanket for it but especially mm. when the parade came out because it's so mm-hmm. unexpected but like Ridiculous. totally on brand for what's
1: going on sure. Well, then, a specific moment for me, I think, and this is a really specific, like, second, Mm -hmm. is when the car explodes on the diorama, (laughs) but not the first or second time. (laughs) The the last one, when it zooms in on it, it waits an extra beat, and then it blows up in slow-mo, but just barely. It doesn't blow up at all. Like, there's a couple sparks, and and Jeff's just so intensely... Yeah, that's a really good moment for me.
0: Um, I also think that... Off the top of my head, at least so far, my favorite Dean entrance was in this episode where <laughs> hello. Who would want to sit around uh, in a boys is, in underwoods or something
1: like that? Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> perfect moment. And Jeff like gives just like a little like face thing. It totally perfect. encapsulates something that uh one of the highlights of our live stream was Having a, a lively conversation with Alex Webster about mm-hmm. uh, season four and what doesn't quite work about it and how the dean is a really telling example of what doesn't work about it and how they totally take away any, uh, there's no, it makes it very clear what type of person the dean is. Yeah, there's no, no like. Yeah, that's the word I was searching for. And this episode in that moment had all of the ambiguity and mm-hmm. it was really, really great. I think we've done all the stuff. Are you ready to dive into it? I am so excited yeah what did you think? I really enjoyed
0: this episode. there I'm trying to think if there's anything I like didn't like. I don't think there is. I mean because even and we'll talk about it when we get to those moments, but something that doesn't normally work for me was done in a funny enough way in this episode that it
1: almost are you did. talking about like the Jeff and Annie stuff? Yeah, I have a feeling that in this episode, this is one of those times where you know the the fans would really gif and hold close to them those moments those glances yeah but in the context of the episode they're very small and i think they're a little bit of a reach other than a little bit of a, they're attracted to each other yeah i don't think yeah We'll we'll unpack it as we get along into it i think this is a fantastic episode of community it's just another height that it's reaching like they've been reaching all season mm-hmm. but like they do and continue to do it's a different height than they've done before yeah. and it's a different height than what you expect out of a show like this or what you think you want out of a show like this mm-hmm. and then they do something like this and it just works so well uh from beginning to end and it's super funny and i'm really excited to dig into it i have very few bad things to say about this episode and i think it's going to be a fun one to track our way through it and see how it all builds kind of like how cooperative calligraphy did yeah so let's see I really like the shot that it opens up with that, that gives out right away that this is going to be kind of a different type of episode, that shot mm-hmm. of, the, of Jeff's course schedule printing out. And in the commentary right off the top, Jim Rash said something about how like there was a crew person who was underneath this pushing the <laughs> thing through. They weren't actually printing anything. I That's that amazing. Fun. Well, I felt, I felt as if you were about to say something.
0: Well, I was gonna say I I like you know we normally get the shot of the outside of Greendale or like some sort like, of like scenery the full shot. cafeteria yeah. So, yeah and this is just like you said it sets a different right kind into of tone. the action
1: mm-hmm. and the funny lines start off right away in this mm-hmm. episode with the whole like clear my schedule I've got something to do and like what what schedule you're not doing anything <laughs> so just wishful thinking wishful thinking immediately the dean's presence is is a, a central part of this episode yeah. and jim rash uh not that he doesn't always just commit to whatever he's doing there have been several other episodes this season that have been like that but in this episode he really commits in a way that he hadn't before and in a way that really only jim rash can mm-hmm. that, that that's super funny i'm thankful for every little like millisecond of screen time that dean gets in this episode yeah it's and it's just so good is this episode the most central uh, the Dean has been in a plot
0: line? Yes. I think the only other times that he's been that featured were mm-hmm. maybe the season finale of season one, and even then, it's not he's not the main focus. This is
1: definitely more than that, yeah. I believe. And yeah, I, I think he, other I mean, than that,
0: epidemiology was the most, so
1: he's definitely not. Of the A plot, there's really only maybe one Jeff and Annie scene, and then the the pillow for it chase that the dean's not a part of he 's pretty much around for well, I guess there 's a couple, but he 's around for the majority of that mm-hmm. storyline now we 're in the study room just instantly. there was just a little like sting, a little tease in the beginning of the episode of, of what the plot line 's going to be, but we 're looking at this diorama that definitely annie 's made all by herself and yeah. none of the study group helped. And this is definitely one of those things that's very TV show that nobody, even someone as dedicated and intelligent and and capable as Annie, nobody would ever no, do this. No, that's nobody huge. would ever do this. It's where huge. would you even
0: do that? How would you move it?
1: Yes, well, but... it's on a it's on a cart because later they go to push it, but it mm-hmm. just. the the key mechanism the wheel the track it's very unrealistic but it's cool yeah it's definitely cool and it's all to celebrate uh alternative energy the key as she turns a key to a brighter tomorrow (laughs) and the little car drives along the street really the only reason for this big elaborate diorama is the hilarious bit with it that comes up a little bit later yeah But it sure does look interesting. I like how it fades from darker life to lighter life, and it goes from, like, skeletons and buildings on fire (laughs) to all of the animals with sunglasses. Does even the butterfly have sunglasses? I can't tell. I I can't tell. That'd be really funny. (laughs) As always, the prop department just totally knocks it out. And Abed, you're right. He's so on board with it from the beginning. (laughs) I think the other study group members are like, wow, you went really far this time, yeah. Annie, and Abed's like, you nailed it, you killed it. Yeah, like, that's, that's amazing. Sweet. And I love because this the shot of tomorrow, Abed just sunglasses. clapping by himself. He's Abed so claps, he looks over <laughs> at Britta to be like, this is good. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed in this episode is that Shirley, Pierce, and Britta are practically not in this episode. They're here, and they show up a couple of small times, but this is the most on the sidelines all of those characters have been, I think, even Shirley.
0: Yeah, in all honesty, I kind of forgot that Shirley and Pierce were even in... I I remember this line from Shirley, but I forgot
1: Pierce was in it. He's really not. I don't think he says a word, does he? And so maybe the end. mm, I, I... You might be right. I don't know. He's here, and he's in the end, and I think that's about it. Yeah. But I think it's just because this is an A story that's so encompassing, and the second one was too, but I suppose they could have fit the characters into those somehow. Yeah. And I think... We'll talk more about the the B story a little later, but I think the reason
0: why the B story kind of... I mean, because I really like this episode, but I like the A plot so much more just because I know where the B story kind of evolves to... Yeah, but that doesn't happen for
1: a longer period of time than you think probably. That's not until season three. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. This just kind of builds the anchor that that rests on. that Mm -hmm. They're really into building these forts, and other people can get involved with them too to make them these huge structures. And yeah, it it doesn't come up. Maybe it comes up again, but they don't do it that way until season three. so well done.
0: And it, that's yeah. crazy. That's the B-plot. Like, that could easily
1: yeah. be an A-plot for an episode, but it... And clearly that's what they thought, because then later on, I think it's the the main plot of two episodes, back-to-back in season three. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I thought a lot of the study group members were kind of put to the sidelines, and I hate it when shows do that, especially this show. They've got such a talented cast that's so expansive that they could have fit them in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh in, they're talking about dioramas and that's kind of a running theme of the season. The Duncan is always uh making them do more ridiculous dioramas. Someone made a diorama about a world without dioramas. Very silly, very community. Did you ever, ever have to speech? make a diorama in school? One time. What was
0: it of? I don't um, think I ever had to. The thing Maybe I don't even I think I it did. was like a real diorama. I think it was like a Valentine's Day box that we were supposed to that's, make. Yeah, that's not the same. But it was the closest I ever got, and I think mine had like King mm-hmm. Kong or some shit on it, and like Godzilla. I, was really I remember doing,
1: doing one when I was at the private Christian school that I went to as a child, and I covered it in like Simpsons cartoons. Mm. You know what? I did have to
0: make one. We had to make uh, a diorama of a cell of which mitochondria is the powerhouse. A, like power a jail cell? No. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. An animal cell. And I remember I like used a watermelon, and my mom did a lot of the work. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah, because I—I mean, don't they always with stuff like that? Well, yeah, I'm a fucking kid. How am I supposed yeah. to be a damn yeah. science slash art slash yeah the projects like that major? are kind
1: of dumb unless it's like a group project in high school maybe. Yeah, because it really is like what do I do? I don't know how to do this. And then your parents are like, I don't know how to do this. And then they're like, but I guess I'll figure out a way to put this together. Yeah. And
0: then your mom ends up up till 4am, like putting together this project. And then you're like, you
1: bring it to school and you're like, here teacher. And they're like, this is adequate. I definitely feel like I remember times where it, it, it'd be a situation like that where my parents spent way too much time working on it, mm-hmm. and I'd like wake up the next morning ready for school, as energized as ever, and they'd be like, how did you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just a kid. Yeah. Uh, Troy and Ovid set up the they have a storyline right away that uh, Troy is going to stay over er, at Ovid's place, and it's it always feels weird and out of place whenever they bring up that Abed lives in a dorm room on Greendale's campus. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like Greendale should have dorms, does it? No. Anyway, they're (laughs) both done early in the day with all the stuff they have to get done, so they start their slumber party early, and they decide that they want to build a blanket fort, which Britta kind of schools them on and calls them immature. That's one of the only things Britta says in this episode. Mm -hmm. She has a little sting later on in the episode that's very funny, but that's about all. Yeah. She was. She's gonna do something more grown up to do, and then Troy has a funny line about eating fiber and watching the Metropolis. <laughs> I think more my go-to old people show would be like Murder She Wrote. Yeah, and and I love Murder She Wrote, but definitely I've never seen an episode. That Matlock
0: also. Not to come sure. at my mom aggressively, but yeah, she really likes Matlock. She there's. Loves a, I her think some there's Matlock.
1: a new. Isn't there a current Matlock?
0: Is there? I think they might have rebooted Matlock. I wouldn't be opposed to watching that because I thought Matlock was a good show. Yeah, but never when they do something like that is it good. True. Because they try and,
1: like, make it edgy. And shows just weren't edgy. Yeah. Next we get the best entrance of the episode and probably of the series. Who wants to hang out with grown men and tiny underoos? In walks Dean Pelton. Hello! Hello. So Jeffrey... (laughs) And right away, just a minute into the episode, they have to dive into this storyline because it goes so many places in the 20 minutes that this episode has. Yeah. And uh, the dean was looking at Jeff's class schedule, and the dean's explanation for why <laughs> is so funny. Maybe it was a random spot check. Maybe it was a specific spot check. Maybe I'm making a scrapbook. All I'm saying. <laughs> so Jeff, in very Jeff Winger fashion, has – Made up a fake class in a fake professor to the point where it's managed to get on his course schedule. He's like conning the school out of a credit. You shake your head in dismay, but I think this is way better of a Jeff using his smarmy lawyer skills to get oh, by Oh, no, easily. I love it. it. It's still, I still like the version of Jeff we've been seeing this season. Leaps and bounds ahead of what I did the first half of season mm-hmm. one even well, the second half
0: and what's one. funny is this is absolutely you know probably something that jeff did early on right mm-hmm. obviously it was at the beginning of the semester or something like mm-hmm. that and now jeff has grown he's a better person but like if he's I also had learned had how to gig- do it better oh if yeah if it. i had this gig going i absolutely would do it at greendale where they teach nonsense classes
1: i'd give it <laughs> yeah a go. you're so right uh yeah he it's an independent study that he's put together on conspiracy theories in u.s history which which, is much too real sounding a class to be at greendale honestly well (laughs) yeah and i don't think they would teach a class on conspiracy theories like that because at a point are you just spreading conspiracy theories but that'd be kind of a fun thing to dive into and learn about i Mm -hmm. would take a class like that yeah this is a good catch of the dean and i'm glad they gave him uh an excuse like he was just Eyeballing what Jeff was doing all day, (laughs) but it's a good catch for him that he notices that at all. That seems above what the dean would normally be batting at, you know. And the dean brings up that the class doesn't exist, which, uh, and that it has a professor named Professor Professorson. And uh, Jeff goes (laughs) right into a classic garb of him covering for this you know he's he's giving off the explanations that he's probably had in the back of his head since he started doing this if he's ever uh called out on it yeah and i love so many in i love in so many ways the way that this episode builds and expands the storyline the way it starts as as jeff uh you know trying to cover his ass and the way it grows into something very real but Something very real that had to be so pre-planned before this, <laughs> the way that it builds is is really, really funny. You know, it's almost like how real conspiracy theories
0: work, right? Somebody says something crazy and somebody's like, oh, I, I, I can rock with that. Let's run with that. You're right. Yeah. And next thing you know, everybody's a lizard person.
1: Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know the name of the woman. I don't want to give her the too much credit. Yeah. But the, like, congresswoman who's been in the news a lot lately, I think her name might actually be Marjorie. But uh, she is a QAnon supporter, and she believed something about how, like, the the California wildfires were either started or stopped by Jewish space lasers. <laughs> and she's a U.S. congresswoman. My,
0: that's outrageous. My favorite conspiracy theory and the only one that I like to, like, play along
1: with is the one that birds aren't real. I think that one's really I, funny. I think that that has – I'm pretty sure that's a satirical – conspiracy theory but the problem is zach is that people make it a joke and then people take it seriously but like the website and stuff i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be satirical it's kind yeah. of like a flying spaghetti monster religion yeah. type thing but i'm down for that one too because uh, think about it birds come on why are they always Little on the on the wires just flying around yeah
0: come on where'd that come from
1: yeah they're always Wings? why are they always nesting outside of my house
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, do so you ever can listen them? in on everything there's come not on. enough
1: nests for all these birds yeah. Have you ever seen a bird penis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're talking about this fake class. It's very obviously a classic Jeff Winger mess around. And the dean's like, now I've got a mess of work because of this. So bye-bye weekends. And this is the first time he brings up the the Persian Starbucks barista in his novel about <laughs> time travel and Dean Dangerous. I like that even in his book about himself, he's a dean. Right, he he truly loves being a dean. And I think one of one of the best rug pulls in this episode is that Annie was in on it from the beginning and yeah. putting this together with uh the dean against Jeff from the beginning because then like I just said it's I'm going to say a lot of things this podcast that are then counteracted by how the episode turns out. Because I, I gave the dean credit for finding Jeff's class schedule. He had nothing he had to nothing do to with do that. With it. He teamed up with Annie, who's trying to teach Jeff a lesson on blowing up classes. Uh, and that's really funny. And it's really well thought out. And I, watching this episode every time, I always forget that Annie was in, it, in on it. And it really seems like she's just being Annie. And she just gets hyper-invested in anything she this does. This is probably my favorite Annie episode so far. That's... Interesting that you say that, and this is going to make a lot of people mad, and I'm sorry about it, but there was a point when we were watching this episode where Lil and I turned to each other, and were kind of both like, I don't think I like Annie that much. Wow! My mom is, is cheering. I don't think I like Annie that much. And it's not Alison Brie's fault. Alison Bree is charming as ever, and she plays off the character very, very well, and this episode does have some good character moments. We'll get to one pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know it's and maybe it's because there have been a string of episodes recently that something becomes a bigger problem than it should have because Annie can't let something go that's true that's very true this is literally the second episode in a row where that's happened Mm -hmm. but let's let's keep looking at it well let's see how I feel about it as we go off of this I like how Annie is inserting herself into this conversation, and and now that you look at it from the angle of she knows everything that's going on, you can kind of see that she, this like, well, come on, Jeff, it's one thing to blow off regular classes, but this devalues all the other, you know, that she's been like planning this, thinking about this, she knew exactly what she was going to say. And Jeff, the way that he spins this yarn of meeting with a professor in his office come on, let's go meet him, you know, the dean says, well, let's go meet this guy, prove it, Professor Professorson, that can't be real, you're going to commit <laughs> to this, it, it's really funny, and I don't know what, much like later on when Professor Professorson says that he teaches math, it's and that you can sit in on his class, it's like, wh- what is he expecting <laughs> to happen, Jeff, here, you know? Because Jeff does – he leads them out of the study room, and Annie, of course, tags along because she's part of putting this all together. She's got to make sure that everything goes according to plan. And right there we get the theme song. But it, it's just – man, what does Jeff think's going to happen? What I and think he picks Jeff is, is on here. Yeah. is he – He's like, I'm going to commit the conspiracy theory thing already. Yeah, how that... when he gets there, he says, "Oh, this is a conspiracy theory." He's like, but also yeah.
0: Jeff isn't going to back down from this lie no matter what. He has spent right. time doing this. He forged the whole document. He's going to see this through to the end.
1: You're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> theme song plays. Full theme song. Always a good time. Yeah, love the theme song. But this is one of those episodes where i'm in the story i want to see what happens next i know i this is it's a very well crafted episode for sure and this is one of those episodes and i can totally see why where apparently the writer's room was so tied in a knot over the episode of of figuring out how to like the idea of the story was that Professor Professorson was made up by Jeff, and he ends up being real, and Jeff's like, I've never seen this guy in my life, and that there were going to be twists. That was like the pitch for the episode, you know? Then you have to go in the writer's room and be like, how do we turn this into a story with a beginning, middle, and end, and how does it end up, and what are the twists, and how does it go out? So this was one of those episodes where they were still coming up with how it was all going to work out up to when they were filming it that entire bit in the end of the episode where they're having the shootout in the yeah. study room, they got that script on the day they showed up to work That's to wild. film it. And like I think moment. that is such a greatly acted scene. Such a scene. well-written and acted and it's a big standoff scene and to be an actor who can just be handed that and play it off yeah. so well, they did a phenomenal job. Yeah. After the theme song, now we cut off. Uh, after the theme song, now we get into Troy and Abed's Story for the episode. They've built a modest but already imaginative pillow and blanket for it. Yeah, that's pretty. Is this something that you would ever do? It was up? Uh, when I was at my
0: grandma's house. We'd take two to four of her like kitchen chairs and line them up in kind of like a square formation and that's cover so it with sweet. blankets. And then we'd like
1: uh, sometimes drink hot chocolate and like turn that's on her so fireplace cute. and stuff. Yeah, it was really that's nice. So sweet. I never. I, I didn't really, I don't think I had the ingenuity to put them together. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really did. But I think I was always like, that seems cool. Yeah. I bet that We should do it sometime. We we should. But I think we would have a very similar reaction to how Troy and Abed here at first. (laughs) When they're sitting down in it, they're like, wow, this was a cool idea. It was cool to build it. What do we do now? This is a little cramped and small. And one of my favorite moments of this entire plot line is right here, how they have the conversation about like, you know, this is kind of lame. This isn't yeah. what I expected. Maybe we can this. make it a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And instead of like 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 going too deep into that, they just start beatboxing. Yeah. And I think it's a really funny, wholesome moment. Where they're like, man, this kind of sucks. But then no, they can't their their imagination and their friendship and their like sense of wonder can't be killed. It's it's yeah, a very I like wholesome the, moment. Because
0: it definitely makes you feel like they're gonna be like, oh, you know, Britta was right, we're too big for this, like let's do something else. But they're like, well, let's just make it man sized. Boom. Mm-hmm.
1: Solved. And it, I love that. It's not often on this show that something happens on screen that doesn't feel a hundred percent put like like, just about every line in this show feels like a room of 12 people were arguing over the very best version yeah. of that line. You know what I mean? This feels like just like an off-the-cuff like moment between these friends in a way that we don't see very often on the show, even though we see all kinds of things that, that show how, how great Troy and Abed's relationship is totally. with each other. But that's a moment that I just think is really cute and wholesome, and it, it just just works, so nice. I think. And then I like how while they're beatboxing, you start seeing their heads (laughs) bop around in the thing as they start building it. And now we're to the hallway. Jeff has led them to the door of Professor Professorson's office. And, of course, when he opens it, it's uh, a storage unit. And there's a really nice little moment there. When he goes to open the door, Annie looks a little concerned as if, like, oh, is he going to open the door yeah. and it is real and I've put all this together for no reason? But then once he opens it, she gave another look like, oh, come on, Jeff. This is nothing. Well, and, and Jeff, Jeff Scrant- still
0: is fully committed because he opened it and like didn't look like, behold, behind me, this room. And he's like, oh. <gasps> what
1: yeah which but he's still like scrambling a little bit Mm -hmm. i don't think he was expecting it to be a supply closet i think he was hoping it would be a classroom (laughs) and he comes up with oh this is a conspiracy it runs deep i've been here every day with professor Professorson learning in this classroom and now it's not here and both annie and the dean are like come on guy (laughs) come on bro but he's like this is a conspiracy theory it's a test he's testing me this is my assignment and it's definitely—I don't know how much longer Jeff could drag this out. You know, where do you think he would go with this after this, if Professor—in quotations—Professorson hadn't shown up? You know,
0: I think Jeff would go so far as to print missing persons sheets and put them around the school, hand them That's out. That's really start funny. a whole like search. Like, has for anyone
1: it. seen Professor Professorson? I absolutely. Like, drop. he knew of too him. much. He's like, yeah, he's got like <laughs> a chin and like some nose features and right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and Annie totally is like, "No, Jeff, you're just making us all look stupid. That's what you think of other people. Oh, you think you're so higher above."
0: Bit. It's okay, I'll take over. And he's like, "Jeff, you think we're stupid? Wait, you what? You think I'm dumb? Oh, you lost me. You think me? I don't notice? I notice. I know who you are. I know who I am."
1: Oh no. Hi, you're back. Yeah, are we are we here? Yeah, are we here? Uh, maybe I'll keep what we just did. Maybe I won't. I heard a little bit of what you were doing uh but regardless can you hear me okay oh no is this me this time what's going on you can't hear me oh my god i'm okay oh no oh no oh no now he's frozen
0: the trunk people they gotta get married Uh,
1: the trunk people paid for by my wi-fi on trunk people i don't oh no steven i I can't believe we've done this I pay for really expensive, good Wi-Fi, and it's never like that. Are you with me?
0: Some of these. Hello? You,
1: Zach. Hello? Can I get you back, buddy? <gasps> oh, my God. There he is. Annie just thinks – Jeff thinks they're all so stupid. And honestly, he kind of does. That's kind of exactly what's happening. It's that, Yeah. And I think we all do this sometimes where we think we can get away with something, and maybe we can, and maybe we are smarter than the room. But it it can become this thing where if it happens a couple of times you think you can ha- you think that it can happen any time. And th- th- at a point, like how stupid do you think people are? Yeah. You know? I've definitely been caught in stuff like that. I don't know if you have. Oh for sure. Oh for sure. Okay. Mhm. And yeah, the dean is chastising him and he never turns on Jeffrey like this. It's 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 a it's a hardened side of this man, but God I love the Dean so much. What a good man. And now we get the introduction of Professor Professorson, played by Kevin Corrigan, who was on, I think the show was Grounded for Life. Is that what it was? He was was also in Goodfellas. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, And I love... So there are so many level layers to this character that we'll, yeah. we'll go through as they come. So right now we're going to take it as presented. So this mm-hmm. is Professor Professorson. and when he's being Professor Professorson right here, he has some like facial tics and oddities in his his performance here that I think are really funny. You know, he starts giving the speech and being really mysterious and and talking to Jeff, and and I notice here that. The dean is talking to Professor Professorson, and Annie is, like, looking at the dean to say, see if he's saying anything stupid and looking at the yeah. other guy. To, he's, she's, like, puppet mastering all of this, and it's fun to watch it through that lens. Yeah. But his face here, when he says, I'm Professor Professorson, to and he, like, he blinks his Jeff... eyes weird and makes a weird <laughs> face here. And then Jeff doesn't skip a beat, even though no. here in a few moments we're going to learn that he has no idea who this guy is. He, he's like, oh, my ass is getting saved, so I'll take whatever's being thrown. What were you about to say?
0: I was going to say that you see, like, once Jeff starts kind of rolling with it, Annie looks at him, because I'm sure
1: she expected him to be like, uh, Who is this guy? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she... Maybe this was about where Annie's plan ended, but it couldn't because it goes so much deeper with uh, the night school stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. An actual conspiracy to round out Jeff's uh, education. He he totally acts up. He totally backs up the stuff that Jeff said, and he, we get the line here: the dean's like, "Professor Professorson is your name." He's like, "Well, it was Professor Berg, but we changed it when we were fleeing from the Nazis," which is also very funny. How old yeah. is this man? Right? <laughs> was it more recent? And they he even know. has an—he has an even better explanation that the dean hasn't heard of him because he's a night a night school teacher. The dean's never around at night. We've never heard any talk about night school. No. And he has a student or a professor ID with his name and photo on it, so it looks very professor real.
0: Professor P. Professorson.
1: Yep. The dean says TV's gotten crazy good, so he's never around at night. Meeting <laughs> any of those people. Uh, he assigns Jeff. 10 through 12 of Douglas and that they'll see him next week and he leaves after saying that is if I still exist which is very conspiracy theory professor yeah the actor who plays this character does such a good job because he's playing this character through being the drama teacher being the other guy being Professor Professorson and you can see in his performance that he's being a guy that's acting you know what I mean? yeah absolutely he does a really
0: really really good job it's really good one of the better
1: guest appearances of the show yet, I think. I
0: think so. And mm-hmm. I think once you know everything, you can really tell like, all the layers that he has on top of it. Yeah. And it, it's just great. he's very Iron that, Man cool. 3. Yeah. Abs-
1: <laughs> very right? Iron Man 3. Yeah. Right? I'm just a dude dressed if as I a dude. I still exist. Pretend to be another dude. See you, professor, and Jeff's laughing and smiling. The dean says, sorry to doubt you. You can tell that Annie is a little bit uncomfortable Where with where this has gone. Watching it for the first time, you just think she's uncomfortable because she was hoping to catch Jeff on something, yeah. and now she's lost. But now she feels like this thing that she all put together to catch Jeff on a lie hasn't worked. And the dean says, I'll get rid of this audit, and back to working on my novel. I got the novel wrong. Mm-hmm. Because it's Time Desk, The Chronicles of Dean Dangerous. Which is why later on, when the professor says this desk, were a time desk. Man. It's a giveaway. Sorry, Lil. So the dean walks away to work on his book. And there's a pretty classic Jeff line here. That's going to be the worst book I'll ever read cover to cover. Which I know we can both appreciate. Because we both can appreciate
0: just like a train wreck of a movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love bad movies. Sometimes... You know, even a bad movie is usually at least made competently or has a few good things Mm -hmm. going for it. For a movie to truly be terrible, it has to get so many things that run like a machine wrong. Yeah, And it has... You know what I mean? Like, for something to truly, truly be terrible, it's like a symphony of things working together terribly Mm -hmm. to make this product that, that transcends its badness into something phenomenal like like obviously the best example the, is the room yeah because how did that get made how did this guy write and it how did, it did he get make made it so happen poorly. and how did it get made so poorly and so expensively it's yeah and it, and then watching whatever that would be as a movie that actually exists is something yeah we yeah. should do They've... some type of patreon podcast it's like a deep dive on the room We absolutely
0: should. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I I like watching, like, bad sci-fi movies, too, Mm -hmm. because they're just bad all around. But Mm -hmm. they're so bad that they're enjoyable. For me to not enjoy a movie, it has to, like, not have an excuse for being bad, you know? Yeah. Like, uh...
1: It it can't be like, oh, well, I mean, it's the movie that's based on the board game Battleship. What do you expect Yeah, what do you expect? But when it's a movie that... Like, an example, honestly, is... The Happy Time Murders, the puppet movie that uh-huh. Melissa McCarthy and Joel McHale was in. Because honestly, that movie wasn't going to be amazing, but no. it could be f- a little funny. funny and earn a lot of, of brownie points just off of being funny and silly and entertaining. And then it wasn't, and it just trans- – It that's one of – and it's very rare that one of those transcending bad movies is a Hollywood one. It's usually something yeah. independent – you need to learn about a movie called The Fanatic. Oh, I've never heard of it. It's a recent movie starring John Travolta and oh, written no. by or written and directed by the lead singer of Limp Biscuit. And he plays this Guy who's like on the edges of society, who's this like weirdo incel kind of guy, John Travolta, John Travolta, John Travolta, <laughs> who's like obsessed with this movie star, and he like follows him around and gets really creepy. But the plot doesn't matter. It's so ridiculous. Both the very first line that John Travolta utters in this drama film is he oh, walks no. into a door, his buddy starts talking, and he says, "Can't talk, gotta poo," and he. <laughs> Or can't stay no long got a poo. And then later on there's a scene where the movie star guy is in a car with someone and Limp Biscuit's on the radio and he's like, You like Limp Biscuit? And the other person's like, Yeah, they rock. So he cranks up the radio and there's like a twenty second scene of them rocking out to this Limp Biscuit song. Thumbs down. We should do it. Cause yeah, we should watch that. Movies. We should also
0: watch um I don't know if you remember this. Um there was a movie with Will Ferrell and Christian Wig that aired on the, the Lifetime. Lifetime movie. And yeah. it was
1: something that they did as a joke, but the joke was that we're taking this 100% yeah, seriously. Yeah, it
0: was so bad. Right, but that was the point.
1: Yeah, so yeah. bad.
0: Very funny, though.
1: That's funny. Isn't it like about an adoption? They like adopt someone and...
0: Yeah, and like the, the kid like dies, like drowned or something.
1: That's funny. We should do that. We should do a series on bad movies. That'd be fun. Yes, we should. But that'll be the worst book Jeff will read cover to cover. And Annie is like kind of how do we want to frame this, you know? Cuz she's like I'm a terrible friend. I accused you of being a lying cheat. What do you think's
0: going through her head she's, really here? She's doing a full like mastermind here. It's the
1: she's hitting him with the Kaiser Soze, hitting which her, she was hitting accused of with last those time cartoon of eyes. Mhm. But and one of my favorite details about this episode is Jeff goes a different direction here. He's in on the he he he's like following the thread of the conspiracy that's been laid in front of him here, and not only is he like uh concerned about it and wants to figure it out, he has this like childish glee about it here. Yeah. When he starts talking about it and the way the camera zooms in on his face is really great joel sells the moment really well and there is no professor Professorson. i made him up which of course completely uh you know yeah gives weight to what annie's trying to do here it's like hook line and sinker right here but jeff's like i made him up it was a phony teacher for a free credit and it worked <laughs> and he slaps him but then wait then who is that guy? Which is great because Annie knows exactly who she that knows guy who he is, is and yeah. exactly what's happening. But I love Jeff here. Who is that? I don't know. Wait I what? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's so gleeful and childlike and excited about whatever's happening. It's it's maybe the most excited he's been in his entire tenure at Greendale, you know? Yeah. Finally something interesting is something happening. Something exciting, yeah. Now we're in the hallway, and Annie and Jeff are just standing kind of like, what conspiracy are we in the middle of, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on in this school? What's happening? And they talk about going to grab some lunch. And in this episode, we get the first reference to Fat Neal. Fat Neil. I don't like those jokes, really, about him, but I love the character that comes out of it, so that's good. Yeah. But this, like, ten minutes to grab the last lima bean joke, that's unfortunate. Well... Also, it's just a weird, weird thing to say. I don't know. Gotta get yeah, the he last. Yeah, he'd be going for the lima beans. There'd be plenty of lima beans. Yeah. <laughs> the mac and right. cheese is gone. The chicken fingers are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a weird line. But uh, so Annie is—they're is, recapping what's what's happened. You know, you you've made up a professor who isn't real, and he turns out to be real, and you're just willing to let it go because, of course, Jeff doesn't really want to follow this thread too much. But Annie needs him to for his lesson that for her lesson that she's planned to work out. Yeah. Jeff has a nice line here about, I'm a god. I've denied the science for far too long. <laughs> and we also get a pretty classic Annie moment here where 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 she talk- talks about how, you know, she wishes she could kind of let things go and take things uh, a little more loosely the way Jeff can. And she's kind of doing it in a way to, like, be against Jeff for doing it, though. Yeah. You know, where she's like, I'll be... I'll blow everything off. I'll just stop walking. I really I thought this was really funny. This was almost one of
0: my favorite moments. Oh sure. Oh well, I'll just blow it off. I'll just blow everything off. Heck, I guess I'll just blow off walking.
1: Okay.
0: Oh now I'll just blow off standing. I'm just blowing everything off. Maybe I'll blow off talking language. Okay. Blee blue
1: I like the guy who like steps over her <laughs> like, Dude, could you stop? It's pretty silly. And it's also like
0: Annie's nuts.
1: Yeah, she's crazy. She is, and that's probably why Jeff is so into her a little bit. You know, there's always that like, I don't know, like a little bit of that's it. That's a pretty yeah. common trope. That's we were talking about Scott Pilgrim a little bit earlier. That's totally yeah, that's definitely a trope. She's just speaking gibberish, crawling around on the ground. Oh, fourth floor mixer. You know, the first time I saw Lil doing that, I was like, that's the person for that's me. That's the one. Just scrounging around on the ground yeah the mixer is on the fourth floor fourth floor join us nice uh we get a second a uh, long delayed appearance from the absolute legend pavel in this episode gotta love it that made me so happy and he's got such this bright positive energy in this episode <laughs> he's walking Four. like the Leonardo hey, DiCaprio bros, the meme haps? but like unironically yeah I love all the shots here where uh Troy and Abed poke their heads <laughs> through the pillow fort uh pavel wants to come inside Troy, uh, Troy and Abed talk in their secret language that only Abed really knows to talk about if they should let him in or not. Their secret language of Polish. Was it Polish that they're speaking? Yeah. I didn't pick up that. I thought because Troy tries to speak it and gets some random words, I thought they had like mm-hmm. a made-up language that they speak to each other. But I mean, is there any evidence to suggest that anyone actually speaks Polish? Are we are we really genuinely sure that that's a real language? Well, as a someone who lives in Chicago and works Come with on. ballroom dancers,
0: I can tell you they speak it. It's very sc- it's a scary language. I'm not gonna it's lie. Scary, it's kind lang- of I like how
1: you got quieter to say that, as if you shouldn't be saying it. But we're putting this on the internet, so yeah. people will hear it. <laughs> it doesn't usually sound very happy. It's like kind of like a German. A little bit, but it's a little more like... Less throaty.
0: Yeah, because if German's like, Polish is like,
1: Dude, (laughs) I think maybe you should quit while you're ahead, and I don't think you're ahead by much. No. (laughs) So we're not the number five in either of those countries anymore, (laughs) if we ever were. Hey, but if you want
0: us to be subscribe to the patreon
1: if we'll you be more to sensitive
0: st- to your <laughs> to your country
1: we'll be more sensitive to your culture if you give us money on patreon that's, that's how it works patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast brought to you of course by what was it Knockoff wall
0: plugs yeah <laughs> are you <laughs> tired there- are you tired of not having electrical fires when the power goes out and back on
1: knock off wall plugs so uh troy and abba decide that pavel can join them in the pillow fort but it would be more exciting if he could contribute things choices how would you characterize the amount of blankets and pillows you have and pavel's response a buttload <laughs> i get mad i get wicked cold bros <laughs> mad, sleepy. mad sleepy super funny and this is when the pillow fort, the blanket fort, is going to start uh, growing and taking over more of the campus. Which, man, what a fun visual that is throughout the rest of the episode. Yeah, for sure. Now we're to a scene that leads to one of my favorite moments, and I'm sure all of the Jeff Annie shippers really love this scene. Jeff yeah. and Annie are alone in a blinds-closed study room to talk about... Well, Annie has all the blinds closed, I'm sure, to talk about this conspiracy. She does, She's trying to... Man, there's so many layers to this. She's trying to make Jeff think that she's fallen deep into this conspiracy. So she's kept all the blinds closed so no one can see in. And Jeff just doesn't care about anything. Yeah. I can, in your 11th, I can do it myself text about moving the (laughs) the thing. It's because she needed Jeff in the room. Yep. So she said, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. Come on. Come help me. Please, please. She works too hard even at passive aggression. And Annie is just, man, these are the reasons why maybe I don't like Annie so much, but I also got to give it to her because she's such a mastermind. Yeah. And she did put all this together and there's so many layers to it. And the only person in this entire episode that's keeping it all together and, and afloat is Annie, which is yeah. so impressive. This
0: whole like convoluted layered thing is yes. all from her messed
1: up brain. Yes. She brings up night school at Greendale, which Jeff just kind of writes off, and she explains how it's a conspiracy. She's made this fake class schedule, and she's looking at night school and finding more information about it. She says she got it from the administration desk, and she opens it up, and it's a, prof- it's a picture of Professor Professorson with the name Lawrence Woolley. His favorite color color is sky blue. blue. His (laughs) favorite food is salmon. And the courses that he teaches that we were asked is Introduction to Basics, which is funny, and Active Passivity. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) His office is 4950, and he's an Aquarius. I'm an Aquarius. I like that, you know,
0: on the left, you've got the guy who teaches um, Pottery 101, 102, and then Intro to Architecture. You know, and then you've got you know uh, philosophy of native peoples accounting but above learning the, but the right to do camping. indoor camping
1: <laughs> you got to know all the safety there's a lot that goes into it it's fair so yes now we're we're spinning the yarn more there's a there's a conspiracy professor profe- uh, professor professor sins real name in quotation marks is professor Woolley and he actually does teach night school so why did he pretend to be this professor Professorson? Why is he going along with Jeff's thing? Why was he carrying falsified credentials? Do you going know what this means? Back what? into
0: how deep Annie has yeah. this. He's the drama guy, right? Yeah. It didn't say anything about that in the faculty directory. Did she like have a whole That's fake... exactly
1: what this that's not his name as the drama professor? His yeah, name so is she Sean has Garrity. like She's, she's made at least a page with all page. these fake yeah. names, with all and yeah. Yeah, she's crazy. Next level. She's she, deep in it. She is deep in it. And Jeff just was like, please, can this not be a thing as he always <laughs> is? But that's never how it goes, and he should know by now. Because there's a conspiracy th- here that has to be getting to the bottom of A dark, fast conspiracy that may just go all the way to the top. <laughs> Annie turns the key for her diorama, and nothing really happens. She says, something's wrong. My car won't start, which cues Jeff's phone to ring. And it's the community does this in a couple of episodes where someone gets, like, the the phone call with the mass voice Mm -hmm. of, like, don't do what you're doing. And, again, I know we've we've just said it a thousand times, but how deep Annie is in this, that she's got the dean in the other room or something right? says, when I turn the key, call Jeff. So Jeff answers the phone and the voice on the other line, which I imagine is either the Dean or Garrity, I suppose, Mm -hmm. says tell your little friend to stop snooping around night school, otherwise things might get explosive. (laughs) And then we get a moment that's just chef's kiss when homage, community, and absurdity are all like that meme where they're all hand in hand for one thing. Yeah, the big muscular arms. Create this perfect moment where and we haven't mentioned yet how throughout this entire episode, Ludwig's score is incredible. The way oh, yeah. the way that it transfers, you know, some typical sounding community music to like a David Venture film, to like a, mm-hmm. a really suspenseful, like, uh, I don't know. It's it, it's Of course it's so good because Ludwig is, is doing such good things now, but he was doing it then. He was just doing it for this comedy show, and that's really great. Yeah, it's crazy everything gets slow jeff runs and lunges towards annie <laughs> to push her out of the way and annie even to go deep into what she's thinking i feel like annie's like oh yeah grab me and push me down yep and At least a little the funniest most anticlimactic tiniest <laughs> ha- not even firecracker ass it's like one of those little like popper things that you throw down on the yeah, ground Yeah, literally like little tiny spark comes from the car Nothing happens. No one was going to get hurt. (laughs) And to think about that even deeper, that's so Annie that she's like, okay, I'm going to make this conspiracy. They're going to call me. The diorama that I've worked so hard on is going to explode. She built this diorama so it could explode, but she's not going to let it do more than just a couple sparks because she doesn't want to risk anything going too wrong. That's pretty funny. And it's super Annie. This scene's just hilarious. That last slow motion with, like, the skeletons behind it, yeah. as it as it explodes, I think is a very, very funny moment. So community. It's one of the most memorable parts of the episode. It's great. I love it. And then we get one of those moments that, you know, everybody's giffing, everybody's, mm-hmm. everybody's writing fanfics Woo. about what happened in their mind when this was going on. I, I mean, it's it's undeniable that there's – you you can't say that there's nothing here. Yeah, They fall into each chemistry. other like that. They both linger. I think it's kind of similar to, you know, it's not quite out yet, but we recently spoke to Alex on Six Seasons in a podcast, which was great, and I'm excited for that to come out, about how the ass crack bandit thing, I was never that invested in who it really was because mm-hmm. I feel like if the show wanted me to be, it would have done more with it. And that's yeah. exactly how I feel about moments like this. I think they put these things here... Because there are people who really want stuff to happen between the characters. But the show is not that interested in it, so we don't see it that often, which is why I don't care that much about it. Yeah. there's that just makes sense? As... I feel like that's how it is. Yeah, they but don't But this really moment is a little heated. They fall on each other. Uh, you know, Jeff's on top of her, which is a whole thing, you know, if you dug deep into the... I don't know, the, the, how sexual this is. Uh, and And... they're speechless for a second. They look into each other's eyes for a second. I probably didn't need to tackle you, Jeff says. Annie says (laughs) probably not, but you can tell that she's heated. And then we cut to them looking at the diorama. It literally lasts two or three seconds. What do you think?
0: Not much. Probably about that. You know, it is what it is. I think there's definitely, like, heat between them, but not enough that it would supersede this yeah. conspiracy theory. I see more there was heat more than heat. that
1: between you and I on a Zoom call every yeah, week. Yeah, I mean,
0: there's more heat in the spark underneath the toy car than, <sighs> than on the floor next to
1: it. You know what I mean? That, that's funny. Thank you. I do know what you mean. Looks like someone sent us a message, a tiny, thoroughly <laughs> underwhelming message, which is very <laughs> Greendale, and it's enough because now, you know, Jeff does quite a few times in the series so far kind of come to Annie's rescue a little bit, mm-hmm. and now because something's going on with Annie, he's willing to hop in on this and say, okay, yeah, they, we're gonna they get this figured Annie's out. Life, yeah, you don't threaten Annie. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you don't threaten Annie. Jeff because says, going tonight, we're fingertip. figuring it out. Now we cut to uh the dorm building, or whatever, I assume this still is, and they're they're, they've got a ton of people working on Troy and Abed's pillow fort. I mm-hmm. probably saw near a dozen people that were yeah. just in that hall working on it. And Leonard this is believable. Shows I think that in a college dorm, if you do
0: some shit like this, everybody is absolutely down. Oh, I believe that too. I
1: just don't believe that Greendale Community College would have Has dorms. Have dorms? Not dorms this nice, especially. Yeah. See that yeah. hallway? There's a lounge? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, and <laughs> Leonard shows up with blankets that he's stolen from his son's house, which is such a bizarre <laughs> and funny line. <laughs> Having Leonard in these, like, what is it? Airplanes and trucks? In or cars, just trucks yeah. Cars. on uh, his pajamas is very sweet. ovid has got, like, fish? Uh, spaceships. It oh, it's spaceships. And, and, like, UFOs. Sure. They all look very sweet and wholesome in their pajamas. Leonard crawls underneath the pillow fort to get to work. And... I like that because when we watched this episode, I was like, oh, is next week's episode pillows and blankets? So I looked ahead and it wasn't. It's not till season three. And I kind of thought I knew that. But it does feel like a setup to that in every way. From You know, because that episode's a lot about how there's a rift between Troy and Abed uh-huh. and about how they have different sides of something and, and they're having a fight and it's told through that like documentary style. Mm-hmm. And here we get a moment where Troy says, do you think we're getting too big? Do you think this is too much? And Abed says, as long as it's still made out of blankets, right? It feels like a stepping it's stone to that. It's such a setup, right? A year and, because and a half we early, know. It's great. That is extremely Arrested Development. Yeah, it of is. Of this show. And there's some other stuff that the show that this episode does in its third act that is very Arrested Development as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Troy and Abed are... Kind of, uh, Abed, Troy's not quite as invested in the pillow blanket fort as Abed is, but he still wants to be doing something with his friends, so he still throws himself into it. Yeah. These will be perfect, he says, for the Pierce's mom memorial, memorial tunnel. tunnel. Jeff and Annie, it's, it's nighttime at Greendale. It's it's night school and nobody's there. The hallways are completely empty, <laughs> so it really seems obviously that 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 something's going on. It, it, it's probably not real. They open up a door and they're looking for Professor Professorson or Wooly or whatever. Uh, the 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 door that Jeff tries to open, and he says, "No, no, that's that's the class where apparently history of something is." and there's the funny turn of you can't pronounce it no it's literally just call it history <laughs> of something these all being things that Annie would have had to have come up with yeah which Jeff good job with the really, really greendale classes yeah this is where we okay. get that really great you know you've got to pause the episode and read mm-hmm. all the stuff that there is to see history of something learning with an exclamation point oh but there is a uh uh continuity error. Annie just said history of something's taught by professor uh, H u y c k, mm-hmm. but here Yuck. we see history of something is taught by Bradford and Heyuk. Uh, teaches learning with sh- an exclamation t- point. Yeah, worst episode yet. Yeah, we've got I introduction like, uh, to basics, principles of intermediate. We've got studyology. I take that one. Theoretical phys ed sounds like my kind of class. You mm-hmm. put the Oculus on and you there think you about phys ed. Math one two three, and you can't really see. It. It's simplified Chinese and. <laughs> reading, reading? <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny I love it it's nominal assertions that I, the I bet those. the community team loved when they were like hey props department we need you to make a fake night school sheet of classes that aren't real classes that sound fake and yeah just run with it I bet that'd be such a fun job absolutely and also hectic you know when they're bringing the scripts in on the day that they're filming and they're like hey we need three prop guns. We need all these people to be able to explode with blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I bet working on a TV show is incredibly stressful, but I also bet it's incredibly rewarding when you've got a show like this and this is what comes out at the end of it. I'm sure.
0: because I And I think that's how you get some of these great performances is because they have to act on instinct and don't have time mm-hmm. to overthink it or like try that's too true. hard. They just have to go and
1: do it. That's funny because there's – I don't know if it's happened yet or not, but there's a shot where Jeff gives like a forlorn look or something, and it's before the third act when everything's figured out, mm-hmm. and it was filmed before they exactly knew how everything was going to get figured <laughs> out. And Jeff gives a look, and, and the commentary uh, – I I think – I forget who it was. It might have been the directors Or it was Chris McKenna, the writer, not mm. Megan Gaines, uh, who <laughs> was talking about how um, – how that was a moment where Jeff was starting to put together with, that Annie was behind this. The Jeff's starting mm. to put it together. And Joel in the commentary said, No, what that really is is a face of me trying to remember the next line of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> he did the Joey Tribbiani Is that what Joey does?
0: Uh in Friends is oh, yeah, the pause bit where he has yeah. like the face. Joel then- McHale's
1: literal acting technique. Oh my god. So they see Professor Woolley, Professor Professorson, whoever at this point, point. and it's this really nice moment where he's supposed to act as if he's been caught, but obviously this was all pre-planned that they were going to show up in the hallway. Mm-hmm. They say, hello, Professor Professorson, and, and they ask him what he's doing. They call him out on his other name, and uh, he says that he's teaching math, but he's being really weird when they say what kind of math. He's like, math? but he says it's okay if they sit in and everyone come right this way as they're all walking down the hallway he stops to take a sip from the water fountain and he bolts he runs away very very quickly from them (laughs) and this is all stuff that annie's planned out and told the theater guy to do and he runs and leads them to like his i like when he's talking about math and he like shakes his hands he's like oh you know Play a piano, signs, pie. numbers, pie. It's very funny. <laughs> I, but New he's, he's leading them to the room where they've set up the fake night school computers and stuff. So all of this is so planned that not only does he need to bolt, he needs to bolt and lead them to where the next thing needs to happen. It's insane. Annie is f***ing crazy. It's great. She's nuts. And it makes you like her more, doesn't it? When it makes me like her a little bit less. Does it get you just just a little bit tingly? About as uh, tingly as the
0: sparks underneath that <laughs> red car, Zach. N- not more tingly
1: than that? Just a little pop. Okay. Pop, pop. But a slow-mo pop. So, yeah, he leads them to the room where all the computers and stuff are. Jeff and Annie are chasing after him. And... Oh, wait, no, <laughs> never mind. I totally misspoke. Yeah. Because before they get to that room, of course, that is where he's leading them. But they have a beautiful chase scene through the pillow fort, where we really get to show off the. I'm sure the way that they built this pillow blanket for it on the set was simplified compared to how it appears on screen. How mm-hmm. much it's se- how expansive it seems. But through this fight or not fight, through this chase scene, we get to see all of the different like wings of it and and how expansive it is and how many tunnels it has. It different has. neighborhoods. Yes. They chase after him, they're all crawling through the fort, and what all do they run into? There's people playing games, there's uh all kinds of different pillows, there's signs, there's a one way sign. <laughs> and they even bring up Fluffy Town. Welcome to mm-hmm. Fluffy Town. No smoking, no farting, no pillow fighting. That's yep. what they call it's Fluffy Town and Blanketsburg, yeah. Fluffy town Pillowsburg? Or is it Pillowsburg or Blanketsburg? One of the two. I think Fluffy is Pillows. Okay. So that blanketsburg, makes sense. yeah. And we've already set up stuff like that for next season. (laughs) And they're like, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. They're like, we're in a chase. Oh, that's allowed. And it keeps going. It's a really beautiful way for the storylines to merge, kind of. It's still like they're doing their thing and it's still happening while they're doing their thing and it's Mm -hmm. still happening. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's allowed. There he is. They chase after Professor Professor Professorson and Troy and Ovid get in on it too but Troy says afterwards you should really check out our, <laughs> our civil rights museum I like how this thin tunnel that they're crawling through has a no U-turn sign so it's like you can't go the opposite direction yep. you can't use this to turn around the flow of traffic it. is this way there's, there's bureaucracy and government and rules to this this pillow and blanket fort which is probably why Troy thinks a little bit that you know I just wanted this to be a blanket fort with my yeah. friend and now it's got a code of ethics <laughs> Leonard's here. He shouldn't be because of his three farting strikes, but there's no time to worry about that because Professor Professorson's getting away. They go through a beaded window which leads to this the Turkish opium den. Yeah. Where 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 Britta is being pampered. There are people with uh like masquerade masks. There's this guy in this weird very zebra eyes wide shut. print. It is very eyes wide shut and Brita's just like the focus of this Sexual deviancy room. They all, <laughs> they all popping out Like Britta, she's like, "Hey guys," she's like drinking. <laughs> but there's no time. Manhattan They've got to go find the guy. They keep crawling, and Garrity is getting away because of the Latvian Independence Parade. I love the way the woman <laughs> who we see first is like shaking her thing, taking as little time as possible to <laughs> to take each step. Choi's like, "Don't be mad at me." They all had the proper permits, which is funny as well that the, the mm-hmm. government behind this this pillow and blanket for it is so funny it's so troy and abed and it's so community also
0: what a random community thing to put in like okay we know this is going to air on Latvian <laughs>
1: independence day annie's and annie in this moment is still like running through her stuff because she says something about mm-hmm. how she sent the diorama to a forensics lab to yeah. have the explosion tested girl she crazy how Jeez. what is this instrument? Isn't that him playing the Triggs knees? Trig- trig- I don't know. And look at him. What is he what is it? It looks, it looks like, like a, a big bunch of bells bell. Or... It looks weird. But they yeah, it's like a lot of Jeff little, tackles him like, and they have plates him. that smack together. Yeah. It's time to tell everything. And and the the Professor Professorson, whatever you want to call him, he just does like this evil theater man. Cackles, show you, I'll show you. <laughs> and then he takes them to the computer room where everything is and it's revealed that night school isn't night school at all. It's And this is so Annie to teach Jeff the lesson to mm-hmm. not do this, that Professor Professorson, Professor Wooly whatever, is a guy just like Jeff who started out by making up one fake class for one fake credit to the point where he had to hide in the school continue here however long he did and he had to make up a whole night school all these students all these teachers all these classes just because of how into his lie he got mm-hmm. it's got like mom written all over it like you yeah know, if you if you start a lie you'll have to just live up to the lie and the lies grow and the mm-hmm. lies get worse and then your whole life is a lie or it's like
0: uh, and they do this in a lot of stuff most recently i was watching an episode of freaks and geeks And good um, choice, right? Good show. Um, and the guidance counselor catches James Franco and Seth Rogen smoking weed, so he brings in like a former student who's a real like druggy burnout, you know, Mm -hmm. like out of his mind, just to show them the path that they're going down if they keep Mm -hmm. on
1: smoking weed. Say it's hilarious. Also, watch Freaks and Geeks. I also almost I know it was really hard. Yeah, watch Freaks and Geeks. It just recently got added to a streaming service with its entire original soundtrack intact. That's one of those shows like Scrubs in that 70s show mm-hmm. where streamers have the rights to the show but not always to the songs Didn't used either. within the show. And in a show like Freaks and Geeks that's set in the 70s is uh, the music's so integral to the show. Yeah the types of songs are really informed like the characters. Well I mean uh, one of my I'm, favorite
0: things is in the first episode they play the entirety of Come Sail Away Come and Sail Away. it's great.
1: Or something and I'm sure when streamers had the rights to it some of the most important songs were there. Like, I can't help but think of the scene where Jason Siegel's character has a crush on Lindsay and mm-hmm. sings Lady, which I believe is also yeah. by Sticks to her. I'm sure stuff like that's still there. But, yeah, it, it's not the full picture until you have the full soundtrack, much mm-hmm. like that 70s show and, and Scrubs, and it's cool yeah. that a streamer got it with the original soundtrack.
0: If any anime people are interested in that sort of thing, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which mm. is one of the most expensive things Netflix has bought, I believe... Mm. Um, even with that, they couldn't get the rights to all 26 versions of Fly Me to the Moon that they play in the end credits. So they just play one of the score songs at the end of each episode.
1: Like Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon.
0: They re-recorded it, like, several well, times. Well, a couple sure, of... but that song, I'm but, sure, is yeah, that very, song. very expensive. Mm-hmm. And so, especially the, like, the versions that they have for the show, you can only find in, like, deep corners of YouTube that are called weird things, so that they don't get taken down.
1: Yeah. They're cool, though. So... I just think this is very – and this is kind of when the episode starts going into that Arrested Development uh, kind of phase of the episode. And the Russo brothers, who worked very closely on Community for the first three seasons, worked very closely on Arrested Development during its first three seasons. Mm -hmm. And the Russo brothers came to people and were like, we're worried this might be too close to – Interesting really? development how jay walter weatherman the one armed man is constantly doing things to teach the bluths a lesson from when they were kids to when this absolutely felt like that especially as it gets close to the end and the police officer mm-hmm. is involved uh you know it reminds very much of the episode where michael suspects that george michael has been buying weed so yeah. he like gets the hot cops with the joe hot cops. and he gets jay walter weatherman to teach his son a lesson I think Great it's episode. different enough, and because it's based in the conspiracy theories, I don't look at it as a copy at all. At all. If anything, it just feels like some cool synergy between one of my favorite shows Absolutely. and one of my other favorite shows. But it couldn't help but make me think about Arrested Development and make yeah. me kind of want to watch Arrested Development. Yeah. But I could see anything referenced from Arrested Development and be like, I, I want to watch Arrested, Arrested, Arrested Development. development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is when. Uh, Wooly, along with giving away all the information about night school, he starts saying a bunch of like flowery, theatrical kind of stuff while he's mm-hmm. saying this too. It, it, he's not exactly making sense when he talks. It's a really smart way to get Jeff to start understanding that something's got to be going on here a little bit. And I think Annie, even in a couple shots, has this face towards him of like, you're saying too much, man. Like, Stick to the plan. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Just say the stuff about the school and then move on. I love the way that he says, et cetera, cetera. wrong. It's very, very funny. He says, did you just mispronounce et cetera? My (laughs) Latin class was fake, Jeff, like my life. It's just such this like ghost of Christmas future, like you will become this, Jeff Winger. Yeah. And it's so crazy of Annie, and it's so in tune of the Dean to be like, okay, I'll do it. I don't want to team up against Jeff, but if you throw in a couple things from my book... Right. Maybe we can do this. Right. Well,
0: and also, we haven't seen the Dean in a little bit in this episode. He's been, you know, waiting in the That's wings true. to come
1: back. That's true. I had this feeling that he was so present throughout the episode, but it's really the beginning and then very, very, very much, the, much, end, much yeah. the end. In and, this room is regret. The only thing ever learned in this room is regret, Wooly Professorson Garrity says in the... That could be said the same about this virtual dreamatorium that we mm-hmm. record this podcast in. Nothing has ever been felt here but regret. It's true, and just a little bit of spark. It's just a, do we, just enough. Do we have more spark than that car? Oh, for sure. How much? We spark? could at least, we could, we could start a. a Can we set the whole a, diorama on fire? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the line that gives away to Jeff what's happening because he starts saying, "Would that this desk were a time desk? Time desk? Time desk? The Chronicles of Dean Dangerous. <gasps> it's the Dean's book." But Garrity's speech here at first is really funny. So I could correct my past mistakes, ride dinosaurs, fight with Jack the Ripper. What weird (laughs) things to want to accomplish if you could go back in time that feels very much like a theater guy trying to improvise, trying to come up with stuff to say. And that was the first thing that came to mind. Jeff totally buys it. He calls it up. And Annie's eyes go all over the place because she – is starting to lose her grip on this situation. She had it so tight, and now it's starting to go away. And Jeff just calls out, "Time desk." These flowery words that you're using, all of this garbage, reminds of someone. And then he looks at Annie. I don't. Do you think that Jeff here uh, questions Annie's? I think he
0: knows at this point.
1: You think he knows that Annie's a part of it? I think he does because he wouldn't
0: expect the dean to be able to do all of this exactly. And that's when I think he figured it out a little bit
1: before this. What do you think the moment is? Cuz this is the first moment when it's like definite. It's like okay, yeah. it's over now. It's he he might have had a hunch before this. Well, because doesn't Jeff already have the pamphlet that says that he's the
0: teacher with him?
1: Oh, is that true? There's another layer. So Jeff knew the whole time. Jeff knew a lot. And that's why earlier. Jeff is also using the dean in the end and why yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. This is all a stretch. This is it's all a such stretch. a parfait of an episode. That's Layers. a way to put it. That sure is a way to put it. Everything this like guy talking. says is stripped from the sure-to-be unpublished pages <laughs> of being dangerous. Joel is on Which fire is, this yeah, episode. He really is killing it. He's not my MVP, but he would be a really good one because he... Both with like the childlike glee earlier, and I don't know, I don't know, and then here when he's really putting it together, and despite himself, can't help but fall deep into it and start adding on to the conspiracies that are st- yeah. that are stacking we, on top. We of don't each other. know
0: who each other's MVPs are, but I um, think we do.
1: Well, because Zachy told me this was your
0: easiest one, and I was very certain of mine, but I think that there you could make some arguments. I am
1: I could say for sure that you could make some arguments, and that's yeah. why I brought up Jeff. I think he's one of them. There are a couple mm-hmm. others maybe I'll mention when we get to the end. Yeah. But it was a very easy decision for me. Mm-hmm. It was very, very easy. The professor tries to play it off, you know, tries to act like he doesn't know, but it's done. It's over. Jeff knows, and yes, you're right. He has the poster. He gives away that, no, this is his drama professor, Sean Garrity, And Annie wasn't expecting this because you can see that she's got her mouth wide open in the back. And the professor wasn't expecting this either. And really, you know, most community theater, community college theater professors couldn't have done as good of a job as Sean Garrity did when being handed this really ridiculous scenario (laughs) to to be a part of. So he did the best he could. It's not his fault that this failed. And I like that then he just changes. His demeanor changes, he takes a deep breath, he takes off his glasses, and he's like, oh, thank God, that was awful, I hated doing that. (laughs) And I love the word of advice, if you ever scrape the Dean's car, don't tell him, you'll pay him back with acting. That made me just totally feel like I can see the scenario, that he, at first I thought, scrape his car, like, scraping the ice off his car, Mm -hmm. but Lil said, no, he probably, like, Like sideswiped the dean's car and then got out of the car and Dean's like, "Oh, what are you? Oh my God, what is this?" And Garrity's like, "I can pay for this with acting. I will return you the favor with my talent because he doesn't have any money." Yeah, and he's like, "Works at "Hmm, Greendale." That could be interesting. Yeah. And on Thanksgiving, he's gonna crash the dean's family dinner to accuse him of stealing his girlfriend, which is also really funny. And another one of those more ambiguous, not completely ambiguous lines about the Dean's personal life and I think it's the only time, there was only one other time where he mentioned his dad
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and if I remember correctly it was the the STD fair and he mentioned his dad calling Penises a Jimmy Carter, I think
0: Oh, I I vaguely remember that line Is that what he called
1: him? Yeah and I remember talking about it then that that's the first time we've really heard any backstory about the Dean This is kind of another thing I guess (laughs) And Annie says, I guess this did go all the way to the top. I'm calling the dean right now. Now she's thinking of how she can paint herself out of this picture. Yeah. When look at Jeff's face. You're right. Of course he knows that Annie is a part of it too. So Annie's trying to paint herself out of the situation. Obviously, Jeff knows what's going on and asks Garrity, Does the fire department, the fire department, does the theater department have any of those prop guns and fire blanks? He's starting to think about his next moves against the dean. So maybe he doesn't 100% I think at
0: this point, I think he thinks it's the Dean. I think he knew. I think he suspected it was the Dean. But I think when Annie reacted by saying, I'm going to call the Dean right now, I think that's when he finds out it's Annie.
1: Earth realizes. So that's the moment. Mm -hmm. And he says, of course, we have guns. We did the Chicago gangland Macbeth. Fresh take. One time, I've been at the community theater that I used to do plays at all the time. Did some weird things like that, too. We did a production of Camelot, like the Lancelot, Mm -hmm. uh, King Arthur musical, and it was a production of Camelot that was set within the JFK White House. And, like, uh, King Arthur was JFK, and Queen Guinevere, his wife, was JFK's wife, and then Lancelot was, like, another man that his wife was, like, kind of on the side with. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that kind of worked, but also kind of didn't when so it started getting like wizards and stuff. How yeah. could you? And then they also did Jesus Christ Superstar, but it was set inside like a restaurant, and Jesus and the disciples were all like the the like waiters and staff at this restaurant. And mm-hmm. most of the songs were sung in front of like old style like lounge singer microphones at the front of the stage, like performances at the restaurant. Yeah, interesting. That's what this reminded me of, the gangland Chicago and Macbeth. Um,
0: You you know, in terms of great takes on things, do you remember the West Side Story episode of Kids Next Door? I guess West Side Story slash Star Wars episode?
1: Not at all.
0: Yeah, they do a play, and it's like, um, instead of like the Sharks and the Jets, it's like wearing jeans versus wearing leather. And it's like, we're wrestling with them, they wear jeans, we wear leather, we're wrestling with them, so why stick together? It was I don't remember that at all. I liked Kids Next Door, but I I didn't
1: watch it regularly. Uh, See, I've seen, I would guess every episode that they made. Andy's getting nervous about whatever Jeff's planning, but Jeff, yeah, he's planning against the Dean, and how he's going to uh, teach him a lesson and tell him not to mess with him for stuff. Mm -hmm. To teach him that Jeff Winger never learns... But it's also totally on Annie, you're yeah. right He's just not letting Annie in on it Because his mind is going faster than that mm-hmm. There's a commercial break And afterwards we get Again, we're in the study room And all the blinds are closed Annie and Jeff are, are working on a plan together And so does the Dean Charity's <laughs> there All of, the, the, all of the, the wheels are in motion For this big bombastic ending For this episode that we're going to get And I can't wait to just tackle it Let's just do it do it Uh, the dean is still because he my favorite thing about this part is how very real the emotions that the dean has the emotions that he's going through as there are reveals as there are gunshots the dean believes every single one just about other than like the first one and then he believes each one even more yeah and it's really funny that On top of this obvious planned stuff going on between the three of the other ones, the Dean is just lost in it, and it's so (laughs) funny. It's amazing. So the Dean says hi to Professor Professorson, because in the storyline that they're all putting together, that's where the Dean still is at this point. Mm -hmm. The last time we saw him was when they were in the hallway, and he's like, oh, I guess the audit's off. I'm sorry, Jeff. And Jeff explains that, that this guy's doing the thing that he's doing with night school, and he's... Uh, faking dozens of credits per year and that (laughs) something needs to happen nearly twice as many dollars (laughs) Dean's like oh well that's serious but the Dean he says he's a big believer in second chances oh but Annie isn't on the plan at this point Annie says I'm not takes out the gun, we've got the first shot she shoots Garrity this is maybe my favorite of the shots because look at the way it happens there's like a shot, a delay and Mm -hmm. then Garrity reacts and it's very silly, here we go (laughs) (laughs) and the dean here is going oh my god you shot him but he knows at this point that this was part of it that annie was going to do that and then now jeff's going to do it to the dean or the dean's going to do it to jeff i think is what's about to happen the dean oh my god you shot him and annie of course i did he was being dishonest now she's putting on her community theater Mm -hmm. stuff you know and If there's one thing (laughs) Greendale's taught me, it's, but she's interrupted by the Dean, shooting her really close. Yeah. And I love in these first two shots, it's so clear that nothing's happening because there's not a mark. Yeah. Nothing happens. It's just blanks, clearly. Pow. And Annie stumbles down to the ground. Jeff, what the hell? Acting really angry Mm -hmm. at the Dean. She had a gun. It was a fake gun. We staged this to get back at you. Oh, you're the deceiver. And now the Dean's acting all angry, and now Jeff shoots the Dean. But this shot looks a little bit more real. You can mm-hmm. see a hole in it. Uh, Jim Rash on the commentary said that they had his tie taped a certain way. You can kind of tell here. Yeah. So only the bottom of it moved, so you could see where the gunshot was. <laughs> nice. And he falls down to the ground with his mouth open and, like, his tongue sticking out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, So... You know, as we see, Annie kind of jumps up because she's yeah. like, oh, this wasn't part of the plan. Jeff just killed the Dean. Yeah. But the way she, like, screams through this is so good. I think Allison Bree does a fantastic job of, like, her voice. Jeff, what are you doing? Why do you have a real gun? Why did you shoot the Dean? Well, he shot you! Not really!
1: And now Annie gives in, gives out everything because, yes, you're right, she believes that this has just happened mm. and says that he and... She were in on this from the start. They put it all together. She put it all together to teach Jeff a lesson. And I love that shot when they're talking about it, and it cuts to the dean (laughs) still playing dead. Like, look who has fallen. Uh, uh, F in the chat for Dean Craig Pelton. Pay respects. They cooked up the whole thing to illustrate the slippery slope of academic fraud. (laughs) And Jeff is teaching her a big old lesson, and he lets her know right here. You all you t- all you taught was how to be a crappy friend. Holds the dean's hand and mm-hmm. picks him up, <laughs> and says once it was obvious the dean to put everything together, and the dean is like present, thank you. And it was even more obvious, of course, like we've been discussing this whole episode. The dean was too stupid to orchestrate anything, so Annie had to have done it. Yeah. And I love that after he insults him like that, the dean's like yes. <laughs> so on a hunch. He called him, they hatched a plan, and they put this together to teach Annie a lesson or two about friendship. And Annie says, I love you to Jeff here. Yeah. Are we soon to learn that that I love you is, well, she says the only reason I did it was because I love you. Yeah. Are we soon to learn that this I love you is not genuine? Correct. Does that also happen here? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure this is another moment where people are like. Yeah. But yeah, it's just another level Well, deeper. And when
0: she says the Dean looks and Jeff just doesn't even
1: acknowledge it he's like well when you love someone yeah you have to take them as they are people aren't play things annie and the dean's just happy to be involved you know he's just backing up whoever wants him to stand next to them and he says look who's talking after everything you put me through and he pulls <laughs> out another gun on jeff the dean now knows nothing yeah this is when the dean's freak outs begin and they're so <laughs> funny he's so concerned and jim rash plays it so beautifully both from the, the comedic point and the point that he's playing a character that actually believes these things are yeah. happening. The look of shock on his face instantly is really, really good. Okay, Annie, where did you get that gun? This gun looks really real. Mm-hmm. There were only three prop guns. And Annie lives in a terrible neighborhood, so she's got this <laughs> gun. Jeff is really selling it of like trying to talk her down, trying to, trying to keep her from doing anything. And Annie gives this crazy... Garb about how after they kissed, she waited all summer for them to get together and then nothing happened. And, and if no, like, she just sounds so crazy and says, you yeah. buried me like a shameful secret. But do you think she's also a little bit letting out some real emotion? Through There's this a chance, that she's yeah. put together. Because I believe that would be very Annie to after their kiss at the end of season one that she goes home for the summer. And it's like, and I can't wait for Jeff to like, call me and we're gonna be I'm here. not transferring anymore, you know? I yeah. guess... I'm going to be with Jeff now, and we're going to be like the hot couple on campus, and then they're not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the dean is just, like, really trying to de-escalate. He's like, whoa, come on, guys. Afraid crazy Annie will go crazy for you, Annie says. <laughs> well, guess what? Stupidest line in the episode, <laughs> Annie's got a gun. gun. Annie's got, got a, a gun. gun. Shoots Jeff. He falls down, and the dean is Ballistic. The dean is just so heartbroken by this and asks Annie what what she's done. You know, you just murdered this guy over all of these things we're we're building. And the dean's so confused and so stupid and so sweet. Annie says, "Why did you conspire with me against him?" And the dean, this is such a perfect <laughs> moment. It's like I don't know. I can't keep track of any of it anymore. <laughs> And the way he flails his body around, the way the veins are sticking out of his head, I just keep teaming up with whoever suggests it. He just wants to be a part of something. (laughs) He does. Glad to hear you admit it, Jeff sits (laughs) up. And then the Dean's reaction when he really thought Jeff was dead, (laughs) shot on the ground, and he jumps like he's seeing a ghost when he gets up.
0: Oh my god. The
1: double crossers and triple crossers and quadruple crossers had been double crossed. That was a lesson on the Dean. Because when I called you to double-cross Annie, you didn't hesitate. <laughs> Annie says, do you understand what a conspiracy is? And the dean's like, not really. says, if you're conspiring with everyone, you're not really conspiring with anyone. You're just doing <laughs> random crap. The dean is just a shambles of a man. I'm sorry. I just want to have fun with you guys. I go crazy. And I bet he does. You know, he yeah. is the study group having these fun adventures, doing pillow forts and... and and paintball games, and he just has to be the the tight together man. He was just excited to be included for once. Is that so bad? On I know, him? and he got to be such an important part of everybody's, you yeah. know, what they wanted to do. Like I thought I was good. <laughs> he goes crazy in that office, and I bet he does. I would too. But that's not what it's about at all. It's time um, travel's really hard to okay, write. Okay, do you think Dan book.
0: Harmon had a hand in that line there? Because you know, we know how he feels about time travel when it comes to Rick and Morty.
1: that he won't do it or yeah i mean probably they did do it though eventually didn't they kind of yeah i i think it is definitely that but it's also to tie it back to what the dean's really been thinking about this entire episode is his book Mm -hmm. it's a really funny line the dean just starts sobbing and then (laughs) garrity who has been committing to this This for a a whole time. time now finally gets up off the table and says okay if I'm keeping track right, we should be done. And he gets up to leave. I'll just take his guns back to the department. He waited like for everybody over. to the lessons are the lessons are learned. But then the next step happens, and there's a police officer outside. Who This is Officer Kakowski. We've seen yeah. him before. Previously, he was a security guard. I think when we see him more often in the future, he is a police officer. Oh, wow. So I'm a little bit confused at that distinction. You know. He says, police, drop the weapons. Everyone gets down to the ground. The Dean's just as scared as ever. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Please, they're fake. Uh, you know, you, they, they think this is just another one of the lessons. Mm-hmm. And he shoots Garrity, and there's this huge blood explosion. Yeah. All this violence. It made me think of a story from the, uh, from the commentary that I didn't tell a little bit earlier. The car explosion yeah like does the fire crack i guess this episode of community was available on an airline for a while as like in-flight entertainment and they edited out the last slow motion explosion (laughs) like the two pops are there but they edited out the last one because they thought it would be too upsetting to people on a plane all right isn't that silly yeah so garrity's really dead now and he got up like it was over when he knew there was more coming Mm -hmm. and he's acting dead on the ground really looking dead his acting's better now I think Jeff and Annie are really surprised by it, you know, and they're on the ground crying. Someone died. And this is the very Arrested Development moment yeah. of it where the cop's like, I guess it just goes to show you, guns, prop, prop guns, guns belong, belong backstage. backstage. It's very Arrested Development, like how that in that episode, the lessons keep coming and they slowly get more off of what the point was in the first place. Yeah. And they just get harder to keep track of. That's absolutely what they're doing here. But like I said, it doesn't feel like a lesser version of what Arrested Development no. does so well. It feels like I love these shows and I'm glad that they did episodes like this. And scene, it's over. The Dean, you've got to be kidding me. He's so upset. And Jim Rash plays this upset, literally going crazy, <laughs> shaking and in is in his, in his, sitting down. He goes so insane. It's so funny. It's great. The... the Kikowski says, Professor Garrity told me everything you guys were up to and prop guns create victims. 100% of all fake gun related shootings, the victim is always the one with the fake gun. How does that make any sense? Does well, that make Because any sense? if somebody with a fake gun gets shot
0: or like if there's a shooting involving a fake gun, the one who got shot was always the one with the fake gun, not the real gun. Because they like had a fake gun and they were like, hey, and then some of the real gun was like
1: bang and killed him. So I oh, I that. see. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Hey, Sean, you got breakfast plans? They're done. They leave. I do mm-hmm. now. And then this is another one of my favorite lines. The show, it would be so hard as a writer's room, just like we talk about how, you know, I really do believe that their writer's room of 12, 15 people would, with each line in the episode, be like, how can we make this the best it can, just about. Yeah. And with same with the plot lines, which is why it was so hard for them to figure it out, to put an ending, because it couldn't just be... Any ending, it had to be a natural ending that ramps up the right way, mm-hmm. and just like that, I bet it would be hard to decide how to end an episode like this. Like Absolutely, once they reach you have so that many, height, like, how? That you're going... Like the I don't I don't know the, is it denouement? How do you say that word? Like after the know. climax of a story, there's 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 uh, action. You know, the, it's like the story chart. Yeah, like, there's I've seen it. The beginning, uh... there's upward trajectory. There's the climax. It goes down a little bit. Then there's the denouement which is like the ending that's after the ending, kind of. It's like the way that the episode transitions from that climax to the next part works really well and is pretty effortlessly Mm -hmm. with the breakfast plans. And the Dean asking Garrity if they're still on for Thanksgiving (laughs) as he's just having a mental breakdown. And Garrity says, just talk to your father, Craig. (laughs) And then we get the most classic line, which I've always known would that this hoodie were a time hoodie is a classic community line, but I always forget how it's tied to... Garrity and how it's tied to the Dean's book. Like, he's saying this because it's his book that he's written. Would that this hoodie were a time hoodie? It's so funny. It's so pathetic. And Jeff is already back on. So can I get that credit after all this work? Have you finished those No. No. Damn it. He's holding to that. Meanwhile, we're wrapping up this episode rapidly. This is one of those things where... That plot line ended, and now we're getting to the end of Troy and Abed's plot line. And when watching the episode, it felt like it ended too soon. This was an episode that, like, five more minutes of it would have been great. Yeah, it was a great episode. To watch, like, the downfall of the pillow blanket for it. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. Troy says, oh, no, now the whole study group's in there. And this is my fun fact about these burgers. All Mm -hmm. of a sudden, you know, Britta, Pierce, and Shirley are here as if they've been here the whole time. Also, how did Pierce get in there? With yeah, the broken legs like and I that. guess
0: Pierce and Shirley are wearing like shirts for wherever the burger place they got.
1: Yes, there's a whole plot line from this episode that was cut that was really just the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode that was that Pierce and Shirley were going off together to go to this place that has the best burgers and it's really far away. <laughs> Which is stupid and the worst type of just giving those characters something yeah. to do ass shit. Yeah, I'm fine and with that. That's yeah. why they're wearing these shirts and they're all eating burgers and they have the bag with the logo. It was gonna be a whole thing. That's and I funny. like that it still managed to find its way in the episode. And anyway. yeah. I think the it's funnier like this,
0: not knowing anything. Yeah, so it's like, oh silly something like, happened. What, what are those but, shirts?
1: Yeah. The study group is all gathered together in the blanket fort and they're just talking about what's happened. And it's clear that there's no real ill will between Jeff and Annie. They kind of like well, that was fun. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's over as soon as it's over. And they talk about going off script, and they, they have a cute moment. They're they're just bonding over what they did. Britta looks upset for yeah, some reason. Yeah, she does Maybe. not look thrilled well, at that. Well, there you go. It's because Jeff and Britta are hooking up, mm-hmm. and she probably doesn't like to see this. Yep. Pavel comes in to show that the pillow fort made the front page of the Greendale Gazette, which is really funny and probably would make the front page of the, of the, of the Greendale Gazette and that means that they've gone mainstream so they initiate protocol omega they uh uh what's what's the initiate order 66 order 66 Mm-hmm. you get your kicks at order 66 exactly do you remember when the cheetah girls did a cover of route 66 yikes i do not i believe it was for the film cars that was rascal flats well, no, Rascal Flatts did cover that too. There is, I promise you, a Cheetah Girls version. That's terrifying.
0: It's probably Yikes.
1: better than Rascal Flatts. Hey, 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 no. I like Rascal Flats. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I don't believe that God you've listened to a song in English road. in the last three months, especially a Rascal Flats one. To you. Yeah, I'll cut all that. <laughs> but the pillow blanket thing has gone mainstream. So they strap on their lights and they go to where they've 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 set up a self destruct where the pillow blanket for. They're these tube socks that if they pull everything comes crashing down. They initiate it and they do it. And we get this really fun shot of seeing from the outside the blanket fort crumble. (laughs) We watch (laughs) the whole thing, kind of. We can see everywhere where it is. We see all the places crumble. We see the study group, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting ready for it to crumble as they're eating. And the way that it falls adds for one more Jeff and Annie moment where Mm -hmm. they are kind of trapped underneath the thing together. They're really close and alone all of a sudden. But again, it lasts like a second, like literally a second, and it's over. Troy and Abed get out of the fort. Everything's done. Leonard's already looting shit. They're having a riot now. And in the background, it says it here, but I remember hearing it too. A woman says, hey, that old crabby man just stole my TV. <laughs> it's really funny. Leonard's just, baba booey, baba booey. Baba booey. And yeah, the thing is over. And they decide, hey, want to build a cardboard submarine? And Troy says, get out of my brain. I love it. And that's how it ends for them. And that's how the episode ends. What an episode of community. Everything about this episode works. Great episode. And okay, so talking about like my overall episode rankings. Mm -hmm. When I first watched this episode and enjoyed it this much, right now as it sits is number one, cooperative calligraphy. Mm -hmm. Number two, contemporary American poultry. Number three, conspiracy theories and interior design. But I do think in some ways... I like things about this episode more than what I like about cooperative calligraphy, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's at the top. I think I placed it where it goes. Yeah. It's a a classic episode. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's below epidemiology for you? It's not an all-timer for you?
0: Uh,
1: no. I think I like this one more than epidemiology. Yeah, I like epidemiology more, personally. Well, let's talk about the Zintag, because all it is is... Troy and Abed are doing like a one word story mm-hmm. thing where they each go back and tell a word of the story. And Abed is better at it than Troy, or Troy is so simple that he just gets invested in the story that Abed is hearing. Well, and yeah, he wants I to think hear that's where it. it is. is he's yeah. really into what Abed's saying. Yeah. He just wants so he to keep keeps like adding on. And, and, and to everything uh, until Abed tells a complete story. And then at the end says, we should write a uh, Screen. screenplay together. And it kind he's, of reminded me of us. <laughs> I told Lily that, that it's totally possible that there were times where like and, – and not that you didn't contribute ideas all the time, but there were totally times when I would be Abed and you would be Troy. And I would mm-hmm. be like, it, let's make a story, and it would have this and this and this. And you're like, yes, sure, let's do let's that. Sure, let do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. It gave me some fuzzies of the times in college or the year after where we were coming up with ideas all the time. Yeah, I, I imagine this is actually how it went with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. When they which wrote, one's
0: which? Uh Matt Damon is Aved. Ben Affleck didn't do anything.
1: Well, we've done it. That's the end of the episode. It's a great episode of community. I don't I don't know if it would go on the Mount Rushmore, but I think if someone said this has to be on my Mount Rushmore of community episodes, I would completely understand. Yeah, I think this is definitely like It's a high top point of the me. season that yeah. Look at the high points we've had this season already. Like I go to things, mm-hmm. of course, like cooperative calligraphy. But I think like basic rocket science and even yeah. the when Pierce's mom passed away, the mm-hmm. psychology of letting go. I really like. It's just been a killer season, and we're so still good. at the rising action of the season. It's going to get so much better from yeah. here, and I'm excited to keep talking about it. I think this was a great episode to talk about. I think so too. So good. S- okay, let's Zach, do it. MVP. Uh, you go first. Who's your MVP? It's Dean Dangerous, no question. And I I almost second-guessed it when I realized how much of the middle chunk of the episode he's not there, but that last scene that it's great. is where the episode gets to where it's been building to the whole time, the Dean is the focal point for me as he's going through all these different emotions and how funny Jim Rash is. It's the Dean. Is it for you? No. Who, okay, then who is it?
0: Yeah, now I love the Dean. I think this is the best Dean episode so far, but... Like I said, I think it's also the best Annie episode. Annie got my MVP wow. for this one. Yeah. Okay. And it's not even, like, simping on her. Like, she's crazy. But I think that her performance, like, Allison Bree's performance Sure, I in this get one that. What they do with the character, good,
1: even if yeah. it's stuff that I'm like, I wish she wouldn't do that. Annie's kind of crazy. It is really well thought out and really in character. And Allison Bree puts it off really well.
0: Yeah. But, but I mean, I just obviously, Dean... I could very easily give it to him. Also, Jeff was Garrity. deserving. Garrity and Jeff could have both been MVPs yeah, as well. Cuz they both gave I, this is honestly one of the best Jess performances too. I think he's just yeah. so on it cuz he's he's that like kind of he uses all of his like things that he has from being a yeah. lawyer that aren't the best qualities but he uses them in the best way yes. in this episode and it's so
1: great. Yes. Uh so yeah, we did it. This was a great episode of Community. I think I think what keeps it from being one of those really go-to episodes is that a large chunk of the study group is underused in this episode. Mm -hmm. That's why cooperative calligraphy, contemporary American poultry, and I get why you would put epidemiology, can go above because every character has a classic moment in all of those episodes, whereas here... They could have done a little bit more work to fit Shirley, Pierce, and Britta more into the storyline. It doesn't really take away from the episode. No. But I think it's what keeps it from being a, an absolute go to episode of community. Just like episodes of It's Always Sunny, where certain members of the gang aren't in. Aren't you've got to have everybody. Yeah. Exactly. But that's the show. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Great episode. Let's talk about the things ahead. You know, pretty much now it's just uh, come hang out with us on Patreon. Patreon.com mm-hmm. slash can't disappoint podcast every thursday at 12 30 pm eastern we're live there for you can't Disapprecio, and that's the only place you can get it and it's the only place where you can go back and see the ones that you missed. So as little as five bucks a month, you can get all that. A new episode of Nerdstalgia should be coming out next week. The first Woo. one's there already. New stuff coming all the time. Uh, thanks again. I'll give two shout-outs since it's the first time to, to Mary and to Danny and to Justin for being our patrons. We'd love to add you yeah. to that list. Go become a patron. Next week, let me very quickly look up what next week's episode is. Next week is uh... shoot. It's a mixology. Oh great! Next week is another classic one: Mixology Certification. Next because it's Mixology, then Yeah, Abed's
0: Uncontrollable Christmas. Yeah, and then I can't remember what the next one is. Then after that is Dungeons and Dragons. I think.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's gonna it's be a such really a fun great couple of, of episodes. Weeks. Stay on board with us. Write in your trivia for Mixology Certification: The Can't Disappoint Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, tell us your episode MVP if you've got one. Tell us your favorite funny moment. And where can people find us on the interwebs? Oh, Other they can uh, get at us on Twitter at
0: uh, you can't disappoint. We're on Instagram under the name you can't disappoint. Just kidding! Can't, can't disappoint, disappoint podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, Instagram we are can't disappoint podcast. Facebook under our regular name. YouTube same thing. You can't disappoint a podcast. Check us out on all those places yes. every week. All of them, not just one. All of them, please. Um, and we'll know if it's you, and you do it, and we'll, we'll love know. you. So we'll, we'll especially know if you uh, join our Patreon, yeah, and tell us that you a, did that,
1: a world to us, and we're doing a lot of stuff over there, so get on board. You know, it's, it's, I'm ending this episode feeling real positive. I don't feel like hitting yeah. on you at all. I, I love doing this show. I'm really thankful to all the people that listen to us and facilitate us doing this. It's awesome. So thanks for everything. Thank you, Stephen. What do you have to say for the people? Um, thanks guys for watching it was really really cool to do that
0: live nobody's, stream this week no, nobody's watching and no i I, I uh, watch the YouTube um thank you everyone for for watching listening and and you know coming into the dreamatorium with us every week and its it's it's like we you know in this world where we don't get as much human interaction as maybe we did two years ago at this time it's really nice to to feel like we're we're all together holding yeah. hands so thanks yeah. for for dropping by and and Inviting us into your world in for hand. a couple hours. Hey yo.
1: <laughs> it's Hey-o. been a lot of fun. We'll see you guys next week with mixology certification, and be good. Yeah. From Indeed. inside the dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, and we'll see ya in learning. Bye guys. I'm uh, I'm a little late for reading.
0: <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Stephen. And go f yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down Cause the walls are thin And the word is out now I can't believe it Don't you make a sound Cause the walls are thin And the word is out